Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treachering darkness that is... Treachering? Treachering. Darkness <laughs> that is Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I'm joined, as ever, by Robbie, Prince of Lies, Bellicom, <laughs> Sam, Price of Pies, Burns, <laughs> and Ellie, The Price is Right, Spanner. Oh, yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I wish I could remember, like, any catchphrases from that show, but I actually Literally can't. Literally, about that was, show. Um, was it the one with the conveyor belts? That was that Generation, was generation game. game. Yeah, yeah, it was. Are those also, the we're same? really confusing our US uh, viewers right now, I think. I think the price <laughs> is right is something else. Okay, it's not the same but thing. But I don't but... know if I ever watched it. you had to guess the prices of a bunch of stuff. I mean, presumably yeah. based on the name. I, I mean, that feels like it must be. The catchphrase is probably How the price is right. How games out of this shit? <laughs> I mean, there's one where you, like open a door and, 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 hope with, and hope it'll be car instead of a goat. Like and that's <laughs> that like uh, deal or no deal is guess a number in a box. Yeah, I mean there is now yeah. a game show on the BBC that is just werewolf. Really? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'd watch that. Yeah, werewolf's a great game. Yeah. Also, though, they have oh, really yeah. worn the back they out. They like wear cloaks yeah. and shit. It's it gets, it's really over the top. Oh. <laughs> I'm quite here for it, but it's bizarre. Mm. That it's now on telly. That is weird. Um, speaking of bizarre, is <laughs> usually my point where I'll go into messages from the present. And mm. we will ask for a mess, uh, future us for a message from the present. Um, but uh, we have a message uh, from the past, from New Year. Oh, actually. we do. You were saying that. Are we just, just going to say it? Shall we? Okay, I didn't know if you were like cutting to past us. Um, um, we yeah. got. Do you want to say it? Or yeah. should I say it? We got engaged. We got engaged! That is to say, Ellie and I, specifically. Yeah, not all four of <laughs> all us. Now. Yeah. <laughs> not that kind of friendship. As much as that would be like an adorable, adorable thing. Yes. <laughs> not no. currently legal. We're specifically talking about me and Jason. Yes. And um, we just thought it might be a cute thing to tell you because yeah. you've been listening Aww. to us be weird for years. Um, and. We'd already decided to be weird forever, but, you know, we've made it official and stuff. Yeah. So, thank you for joining us on, on this portion of the journey. Yeah, just so you get the full energy. Um, fireworks went off and he knelt in the mud in a silly hat and asked me to spend every New Year's with him. It was adorable. Like, very silly. Smooth we, just, we just thought you might like to know, because it might be nice. So happy for you both. Thank you. It wasn't even my usual hat. It was just a very warm hat. <laughs> That hat is now forever imbued with the. It is now the proposal, magic of proposal. hat, and it's yeah. a it's an old hat that I like shrunk in the wash ages ago, <laughs> <laughs> and it like it's the dumbest hat you could have been yeah, wearing. Yeah. But he borrowed my <laughs> shitty hat because he was cold, <laughs> and looked like Love a little it. a little gnome. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> so the less uh, I guess the the message here is you know if you're if your beloved uh, loves you enough that they will accept your proposal even if it's delivered while looking like a gnome yes. um, <laughs> I think the gnome I, I think thing enhanced I may it. only accept a proposal if it's delivered by someone <laughs> I mean it's possible I would have said no if you haven't worn the hat I'm going to be it's true like the hat has great magic <laughs> it does have magical powers speaking of magical powers it's time <laughs> come an heirloom 
<laughs> Every generation from now on has to wear it. Excellent. <laughs> Horrifying. It's time for us to bend time and, co- and continuity and demand future us what messages from the present. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. And with that out of the way, I think we've, uh, I think it's more than time for us to begin Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previous. And fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Jason is laughing because I can't say the word fiancé seriously because I think it should be said in an English <laughs> accent or a French one and nothing else. He's my fiancé. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm also laughing because you managed to like, perfectly cut into yeah. my intro. Uh, no, that was the intention. Yeah, I'm well, being a pain in the arse. <laughs> well prepared. Previously. I literally on, breezed in and waited. <laughs> on Flintlocks and Fireballs. <laughs> The party continue to work their way through the strange, uh, uh, perhaps extra-dimensional in nature, uh, wings of the Cirrus Citadel. (coughs) Having made their way now through the wings of... One, two, three, four of the uh, sorcerers thus far, last time they found themselves uh, entering a strange and, for want of a better word, temporarily displaced alassant with buildings uh, a thousand years old, inhabitants that might be walking around in the modern day, which is to say 1798, and invaders from a strange time with uh, mysterious armoured land ships and the uh, and flying machines uh, dropping bombs uh, upon the city, as well as some very advanced rifles. Along the way, they co- uh, the party collected a series of clock pieces uh, and made their way to the centre of the under-construction Grand Batard uh, in Alessant, picking up a rather confused uh, elven woman uh, by the name of Cassandra. After assembling the clock, they placed it onto a strange triangular trapdoor in the ground and pulled it open stepping through into somewhere quite different 
I'm going to go describe location first, and then a person. So, you find yourself very suddenly and unexpectedly in a dingy bar, or mm. rather an eatery, since it doesn't quite look like the pubs or taverns you're familiar with. Yellowish strips illuminate the bar from the close-by uh, close ceiling, reminiscent of mage crystals, but made from some sort of frosted glass, and these are regular oblongs rather than crystalline in appearance. But they're not the only source of light. <laughs> Twisted glass tubes shine with bright primary colours, and strips along the wall glow up, illuminating colourful designs, names, and instructions that, by and large, you do not recognise. Drink, Solicola. Halcyon dreams. Warbatittle synth meat. Eat one. <laughs> An off-putting <laughs> cartoon. Oh God! Yeah. How much <laughs> we are in the future and it is shit. <laughs> <laughs> An off-putting cartoon of a cat with giant eyes and a smiling no. mouth. No. Appears to be drinking from a cylinder full of juice that, based on the smiley face, is equally happy to be consumed. No! No! What no! The no! Fuck? No! No! <laughs> the. The bar itself hiss hisses with the sizzle of cooking food. Strips of meat, vegetables, and noodles are being tossed around huge woks by bugbears in white aprons with matching caps, handing out bowls of stir-fry to clientele in floral print dresses with immaculately coiffed hair, or short-sleeved checkered shirts and high-waisted trousers. No coinage is exchanged that you can see, but the eaters do seem to press curiously, uh, curious brightly coloured rectangles of an oddly reflective material onto the bar before their orders are handed over. Everyone, and I do mean everyone, is smoking little white paper cylinders uh, of what, and you can recognise from the smell, it's tobacco. As if they were smoking tiny cigars. Men in thick overcoats and peculiar short-brimmed hats drink from shaped green glass bottles while they hurriedly stuff noodles into their faces before they check pocket watches that are strapped to their wrists, small enough to fit on them, and then pick up black rectangular cases and move away at speed. You can barely hear this hubbub, the conversation and the frying, let alone each other, over the loud music. Some unseen band is playing a strange tune that seems kind of oddly right to you, Celestia. <laughs> a little heavy on the drums and bass. Oh, Celestia is like instantly vibing yeah. in this place. And with a type of sound that you have never heard outside of your own guitar. In front of you is someone that, uh, though, you, uh, you recognise uh, Cassandra, the same elf as before, but 
although she's wearing the uh, the same sort of green dress, she's got other clothes on as well. There's a curious, bulky, sleeveless vest of uh, some sort of patterned green and brown fabric, complete with shoulder pants that run to just above the elbow, and a pair of thick flaps that go down below crotch level. She's got matching boots and a ball-shaped helmet of similar cloth, though the helmet's obviously rigid, as well as a pair of wraparound goggles made from a single piece of, you want to say glass, although it doesn't quite reflect light in the same way as glass. There's a bandolier strung across her chest, stuffed with a mixture of potion bottles, black powder grenades, not dissimilar to Corzin's, and what appear to be a pair of wands, one shaped from ivory and the other from what you recognise as Mithril. She looks at the four of you over. Ah, <sighs> oh, it's been a long time. Good to see you again. Celestia, Corzin, Scamp, Victory, oh, right? No. Where did you yeah. get all that stuff? Ugh. Yes. Ah, oh, fantastic. Um, excuse me, this place is incredible. Where... I feel like something here makes sense to me and I'm having a bit of a moment. Where are we? Um... Yeah. When are we? <laughs> uh, How are we? No, we don't. Oh, know one. okay. <laughs> uh, right. So, sorry, you've asked me some of these questions in the past, right? Um, yeah. or, 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 um, sort of. It's uh, the Is important. It our first time, though. Yes, I've I've met you. I remember meeting you before. So okay. there are some questions that you need to ask me next time you meet me okay specifics um no the question i'll t you ask me questions i'll tell you if uh if, if i've already answered them uh it's best if the questions come from you rather than if i try and make suggestions mm. okay. really i have something terribly urgent to ask you what what era of music are we in what time is this from <laughs> okay i haven't answered that um, so it's very urgent. The music, if we get here, we are in Regency calendar, right? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are in the twenty-first century. Oh shit! Cool. Oh wow. Or okay. well, bits of this are. That might be further than I've been. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. That. Yeah. The. If you, you you might have had questions relating to that, ask me those next time you meet okay, me. Okay, cool. Um, Why are we here in the literal, not metaphorical sense, when, instead of being somewhere else? Okay, um, so again, uh, I, I've given you a full explanation already. The short version is, uh, things are a little out of order with me and with here uh, and you're going to help uh, put it back together a little bit okay. the, uh, uh, have we your time's gone a bit wonky right that's uh, are you are you reaper of time is that you <laughs> uh, no listen uh, are you which one are you there uh, there's too many of you, these you've asked me that um, I know uh, sure okay listen I I We've spoke. We, we've met before. I uh, like. I and I realize okay. that we're we're a little un, uneven. But I know a lot 
about you. You've told me about your lives. Uh, Celestia, Like I know you grew up in the Underdark. You had a, a bitch of a mother um, who conscripted you into her army and you ran away, right? Yes. Yeah, so we've we've spoken a lot already. I know other things about you. Uh, Victory, Kotsol, um, you are the, uh, you know, you, you grew up knowing you'd be a sorcerer uh, on your mother's sh- uh, ship, the, the, the Basilisk. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's true. I'm going to read her mind. Um... Okay, uh, she's... Okay, I'm going to speak, but her thoughts are in line with what she's saying. That's fine. You don't detect an obvious obvious deception. Um, She does say that. uh, Continue. And, you know, other things to, like, Scamp. Um, Yeah? You... You are the Goat Lord, the Avenger of Horn Alley. Uh, you've done so much. Uh, first mate Corzin of the Kraken's Bane. Where's Marlin? What? Oh. Ooh. No, wait, that was... You're a little bit out of date. Something's wrong there. What? Marlin was never on the Kraken's Bane, darling. No, no, he's yeah. the Capt- Captain Marlin Brandy of the Kraken's Bane. No, no. No, that was the... Uh, uh, the... The previous ship I was on. I... Charlie's regret. Yeah. He died. No, no, his his brother died. No, darling. Veek. Fuck. No, uh, Veek's still alive. Veek's fine. Oh. Fuck. This it's isn't the primary timeline. What? What? I'm sorry. Oh shit! No, shit! Shit! No, okay, this is going. Mm, well, I definitely won't have. I definitely haven't answered the explained this before. Um. Okay. Did we break time? No, no, that's impossible. How uh, we even? This music never You'd be amazed how many really impossible sad. things we do. Listen. Um. She runs over to the wall, and you can see there's a complex little series of buttons. Uh, and then she, uh, 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 with little bright uh, symbols on, she slams one, and a illusory billiards table uh, comes into existence. Though the, 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 the mm-hmm. style is dissimilar to, it is a little like you recognise this as a billiards table. Uh, it's yeah. a little smaller, uh, uh, smaller, and it's weirdly in the same sort of aesthetic as everything else, like uh, brightly coloured lines around the outside, black. You know, black t- uh, uh, um, siding, uh, and it's slightly translucent uh, in a way. He's going to put his hand through it. Like, yeah, you, <laughs> uh, you, you totally can. But as you kind of tap one of the balls, they react as if you've uh, in the right way. Oh, um, neat trick. Unusual contraption. Yeah, Cassandra picks up a couple. Uh, 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 picks up a couple of small rings from the wall, and they. <laughs> seem to create illusory uh, pull cues. She holds one, uh, takes one, and quickly breaks the, um, the, the the set of balls, so the billiard balls go everywhere. Okay, do any of you know how to play pool? Yeah. Okay. She, I've played before. Corzin's probably better than me. Uh, fine. <laughs> she tosses the pair of you the cues. Uh, you see, there's the cue ball is next to the black. Uh, is next. Uh, there's. You can see there. Can do you reckon you can shoot that red ball 
in a way that it's going to knock the black ball next to the uh, uh, to, uh, to the um, pouch. Uh, Probably. Into it. Okay, give it a yeah. try. Uh, dexterity check from both of you. See if, you, if either of you okay. can. Okay, yep. Who's better at pool? Oh, oh, it's not getting mighty. My dex is very good. Mm. Uh, okay. 18. Was... No, hang on. Dex, just dex. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that is wrong. That's an 11. 11? No, Sorry, I conflated it with something was... else in my brain. Okay. Uh, Celestia, you get in there first and you, tick, you manage to hit the red ball. It's not slightly, it's slightly off, but you, the, the buried ball connects with the eight ball and it bounces off the uh, off the side uh, and doesn't quite go into the pocket, but it gets close. Right. This is... Okay, so here's the important thing. You reckoned you could probably get that... Uh, black ball into the net by hitting it with the red ball. Yeah. And you were pretty sure that you could hit the red ball, uh, you were almost certain you could hit the red ball with the cue ball, which you did. Yes. Now, you could kind of guess at the moment before you hit the cue ball where, where things were probably going to go. They didn't quite go the way you expected, but you got pretty close. The black ball almost went into the pocket. That's the word. Now, she grabs something off a nearby table, what appears to be a uh, slate uh, of some sort of smooth black glass, um, smacks it a couple of times, and you see illusory strange illusory things start to appear over it a series of like uh squares with bright coloring and like tiny tiny images on them she starts weirdly dragging them side to side on this little tablet if you will <laughs> um before tapping one and out of character is it an ipad <laughs> It's, oh, it's it's somewhere between an iPad and a Star Trek tablet. I'm sorry to just Excellent. ask, but yeah. my brain was yeah. like, I can't quite picture this, yeah, and then I realised it might a be an iPad. black iPad. And I didn't have to try hard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, she slides uh, between them, taps one, and a different, a whole different set of things appears. And you notice that there's like a strange bar at the top with small fragmentary words <laughs> that you only get a, a, an instant of seeing... Um, before she like touches one, uh, you see like strange words like file, edit, scene uh, <laughs> in Joven. And then she uh, moves between them, little blocks with more words come out and they collapse into each other. And then finally, she presents you with a black screen uh, with a small red circle at the bottom. She taps the red circle and you see a line, a white line, stretch outwards from it. Uh, as if like a single pixel is drawing a line behind it as it moves. Okay. Imagine that you could track every moment, like your, your path through your whole life, everywhere you've ever been, and every uh, and that you could track that across every moment you've ever lived. Wow, that sounds right. terrible. But imagine for a moment you can. Yes. Um, we'll call this your world line. This is the path you are taking. Now, 
throughout your life, there are any number of moments where you make choices, decisions. Uh, sometimes they're big ones. Uh, sometimes they're little ones. Sometimes it's, do I want to have a jam sandwich or a beef sandwich? Sometimes it's two people, and she looks at Corzin, two people are on the table and you need to triage. Yes, all right. You know, jam sandwich is sometimes considered a gateway sandwich. <laughs> she she laughs as if she gets the joke. Um, uh, and she taps the uh, the little red circle again, and the little pixel starts going forwards again, making a line. But this time it branches, going in two directions, still moving forwards. Then they branch again and again and again. And very quickly, it's like a little, almost like a, a leafless tree spreading outwards. Every time you make a decision, the, few, the, the way your world line could go, could go any number of different ways. Sometimes it could split down two different paths. And you could imagine all, let's call them, possible futures as looking like this, like a tree spreading out infinitely. And she kind of taps the button a couple of times and you see that as the as it spreads out, the lens the, the branches seem to blur until it's more like a cone uh, going outwards from a single point. Except that's not how it works. She taps it again and you see the tree branching out but, but the branches keep veering back into each other at different points. Some go off in wild directions, others mostly, uh, uh, others clump together, and as the line continues growing and the, and the view goes out, you actually see it's more like six or seven main trunks that sometimes join together, sometimes split apart. Ultimately, Bigger things exist in your life that mean most of the time your decisions will end up in similar paths that you take. Uh, you can imagine that everything happening around you tends to guide you in a certain direction, which is why we're not seeing billions of branches on this tree. You're only really seeing six or seven. There are some smaller ones that we're are now too small for us to observe but by and large if you try and imagine all possible futures they collapse back in to a few stable paths the unlikely ways things could go cancel each other out until you just get the more likely so it's like um i guess uh, horse racing. There is definitely one horse that will win, but there's a chance that all of them might. Ye there's a, yes, there's a chance all of them might. There's a chance that um, an explosion will go off and kill all the horses, um, but probably one of the horses will reach the end of the race and win. Yeah, alright. I, I think I'm yeah. following you. Now, it's very tempting to look at this, at all of these different world lines that I've drawn, and think, which one are we in? Like, which of which timeline, if you you could call it, am I in? 
and but they all some of them come back together so it's not yeah. that simple now here's the most important thing i did not expect that i would be to uh, that i would need to explain theoretical temporal physics today but never mind i don't even know what those words mean Tommy. one day you will now, no, no. if the world oh, lives long, no. if the world lives long enough, you'll get to figure this out. Oh, fine, I'll learn oh. physics now, then. <laughs> the the important thing to, to to remember with any of this sort of temporal mechanics is all of these other lines, all of these other branches of the tree of time, are bullshit. There is no like. There are no alternate futures. There are no alternate pasts. There is only the present. We travel the one real moment in existence is now. Hmm. We are moving for the past happened. It's real. There is only ever one past. There is only one present. It is useful to imagine that there are many possible futures. But the fact is, even if you could make a very accurate guess, it is a guess. Now, she points back to the pool table again. Looking at this pool table, you could make pretty good guesses as to how the rest of the game will go. Or as to how hitting cue ball into any uh, uh, into any of the balls is going to go. You're pretty certain about how you can, especially if you've got a good hand, about how you can knock that cue ball uh, and its path. And you're pretty sure after that that the first ball you hit is going to go the way you want it. But then the ball after that gets a little more uncertain. The ball after that gets a little more uncertain. Hmm. And that's because you only know so much but you but the more you know the more accurate your guess can be now imagine for a moment are you the seer then and am i you just checking before i get my brain too melted i have i I have a. You have asked this. Please, for politeness, ask me again. Um, okay. But it's very obvious. No, neither of you, uh, tieflings, uh, neither of you, tieflings, sorcerers, uh, neither Scamp nor Victory, are me. You're too sane. You have it okay, together cause... too much. Do you anything to right. do with the eyes of the storm? I just thought, it was on my brain, I thought I'd ask, I can ask again later, or earlier, or whatever. You ask me next time. Okay. This is an important question. Oh. Who has, do, do you know the, do you know the whereabouts of the Eyes of the Storm? other than the one she points to victory that your mother holds. Uh, out of character for a second. I've got one, obviously. Did we know where the other one was? Clara's got one, but isn't using it. I don't think um, you know the location of others. Off the top does of what? Does the, oh, yeah, no, the horrible person who wants to kill Corzin have one? 
Oh yes. Oh yeah, we know that one. Yes. Yeah. So right. Four. Deep, deep speaker or deep. Did we know of any yeah. more? Four. That's the bunny. We don't actually know what the total number of them was. Yeah. That is not a thing I think we I have so. yet discovered. I mean, hell, I guess we can say to her then. We know of four and where they are. Okay. Are there more? We've not actually found that out. Yeah, I've already answered this, number. but I need to know how far we've drifted in terms of timelines. From is what? Is this my fault? No, it's you know, it's 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 I potentially feel someone's like something fault. Something might happen, and I go, you know what? The world shouldn't be that way. I'm just going to shove it a little. Okay. Off the side. Um, could you just like like not blame yourself for everything? For, like, no, two no. Seconds? But I just like I just want to know if that's what this is. Because it could have been any of like us. A We're all dicks. This, no. Uh, you don't literally change the world because you decide it sometimes like that, though. Like okay. I can feel a thing about to happen, and I'm like, Listen, no, and I, then it doesn't. It, your path is your own to tread. I. Yeah. This is not the version of me that is best placed to reassure you. Okay. I'm. I don't need reassuring. I'm not I just need part- to know if I need to use it to shove it back in line. No. I don't. I don't remember you asking me this, but it's a better question for the me you'll meet later. Okay. Um, I am good at some things. I'm not good at others. The thing you need to that I can give you some information about but again you need to ask me about this properly is that I am not all of me okay things are mixed up things are a little broken and I need your help putting things back together she gestures around here before I can be together enough to show you the way onwards. Now, How did they get broken? I am broken. And this may explain a little. Um, if you could predict everything about... If you knew the every single state of the pool table and everything about the players and how they would act and how they would move, you could almost certainly predict how the tool, the, the pool game would go. I could probably do that. Maybe. One mind really focused could. If you knew everything about the world, if you could see everywhere in the present at once, and you had the mind to encompass it all, you could predict the future, and you could chart back the past. But I am wherever I am, and certainly the me that is here, mortal. Um, sort of in as much as sorcerers are. And I don't have the mind to keep it all going. Not in one mind. Um, Ask me how I tried to solve that problem later. Um, Can I have an out of character second? Yeah. Are we supposed to be writing all of these questions down because I haven't been... 
you may find it useful too. I am writing these down, so I may, so you can ask good. me for a reminder at the break. That would be a good thing. Could you like Facebook tours? Yes. That would be really helpful. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, thank yeah. you. I hadn't thought to until like a couple of questions ago, and I still haven't been, and I, yeah, I just got a bit lost. That's okay. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I'll, I'll forget them. Thank um, the, the point I want to make is there is only one now. Even if you try and set things up to make a very accurate prediction of what you would say if you were talking to yourself in the future, uh, in the past, from the future, you cannot, you cannot break causality. You can time travel is impossible. I don't mean to say that it's impossible, but with magic, it is literally draw a square circle impossible. Really, trust me on this. And that is the most important thing you need to know uh, about dealing with people who think that who can try and predict the future. The I've already talked to you about how some of these things work, but suffice to say, if you think you can see the future, you're seeing the most likely future. All right. At the point you made the prediction. Because we know we've been able to change it, so that makes sense. Whenever I last made the prediction, the most likely future is the one where Captain Marlon Brandy has the eye of the storm and is in control of the Kraken's Bane. That's really weird. So, I do not know how many things would have had to have changed in order for that to have occurred. Any number of small things. Maybe some big things. The point is that the most... If you've got... She points to the to the seven-treed bra- uh, branched, weirdly conjoining tree on the tablet. If there are seven possible futures and you see the most likely, is the most likely the one that is has better than a coin toss chance of happening? Or is it the one that has slightly better than one in seven chances of happening? You don't know. You just know which is the most likely. All right. I see why you're not very sane. Yeah. Because I thought the Eye when... of the Storm was like a mindfuck, but fucking hell, darling. How will we know when we've met the right you to ask all these questions? How many me's have you met already? Two, well, I think. Two, including you. Uh, I mean, if you then were you have one above more. ground. There is one more you will meet. Right. All right, good to know. Did you split yourself on purpose? Okay, won't hurt to answer this. Uh, yes. Right. Um, ask if you want more details ask me for more details later we've probably not got much more time before things start going wrong what do you need we need to 
find the tokens that will help put things back together. Okay. Like the clock like pieces. The clocks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it won't. It's usually going to be a little different. I think we're going to need to look around. Uh, it, there's the the first one is probably not far. So some things that don't look in place. Would it, does it have to be time related? Like, will it be another kind of clock or something similar? Uh, I tend to follow a theme, but I don't know what it will look like until right. we find it. I mean, it. everybody's got little clocks on their arms. Any of them look broken? You can always take a look. Long okay, clock. so this is uh, <laughs> our first. Uh, this is our first. Um, uh, our first skill check. Oh, uh, so, how would you like to search? Um, well, I, I could ask, like, so you don't actually know what the um, the object is yet? No, uh, and I'll have difficulty perceiving it, but you might be able, but you, it will stand out more to you. I'm Something that looks out of place. Though. Something broken? Maybe, or uh, broken or incomplete. Alright, let's see. For <laughs> really stupid like impulse that I can't but, get rid of. Um, no. <laughs> it's not going to help, um, but what I want to do is some barding. Um, okay. Just like, I don't know, we keep saying I'm broken. Um, I want to do a little illusion on myself of mm-hmm. um, like a little repairman outfit. Um, <laughs> I'm, Hello, I'm here to do the repairs. <laughs> <laughs> I was told something needed fixing, <laughs> um, just very loudly. Um, that's that's what I've got. Yeah, um, unless I mean, anybody objects and stops me, in which case, give please. me a deception yeah. check if you want to do that. Are you both okay with that? What, yeah, yeah. what kind of look for a reaction? What kind of illusion are you using? Oh uh, God, um, I haven't actually decided. Um, uh, I mean, in my head, you are for some reason just dressing as Mario. That's yeah. basically the image I Complete have in my brain. with moustache. Could yeah. I arguably use major image for this because it's just an outfit? Uh, if you sort of concentrate and move the the, the outfit with you, or yeah. even just like... I mean, I can make like a living, breathing creature. So yeah. I figured, like, I don't know, like, a, like an outfit would not be yeah. the worst. Yeah, I mean... Um, like, if you'd rather I didn't, though, that's, that's no, okay. No, no, it's fine. You just sort of like weirdly have to like move it with you. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Oh, it's probably a real pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'll say you can do this. Um, yeah, roll this check with advantage then. Okay. Um, what, like what kind of check? Uh, like deception uh, would be my uh, uh, would probably be my <laughs> not performance. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you're acting and you're using an illusion. I do like performance. Acting. <laughs> um, okay, that is <laughs> twenty-four. <laughs> no, thirty-four. Sorry, I can't do adding. Um, thirty-four. Okay, I'm gonna say. Drop a little spanner, you know. Yeah, that uh, bag. one of the uh, bugbears at the um, that one of the sort of <laughs> bugbears dressed like fry chefs, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fry cooks, uh, looks up and goes uh, and thumbs towards a uh, panel on the um, on the board. Uh, like like one of those strange black panels, which seems to be having strange little flickering lights on it. He goes, 
Hey, if you're here to fix the uh, jukebox, you're welcome. It's stuck on bloody techno. I am here to fix <laughs> the, 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 the du- du- yep. du- dookie box. Yep, that's that's what I'm here for. <laughs> yep. Because yep. it's uh, stuck on the, the, the techno. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for the directions. <laughs> Um, you... <laughs> I'm the repairman. <laughs> head over to the strange, glitchy, but like one of these strange black tablets with brightly coloured lights in it. You can see that it's, that there are some words, like there are some panels with words which have different things like words on it that you can see like techno, rock, mm-hmm. t- techno, rock, drum and bass, oldies... <laughs> Rock shanty. Um, the rock shanty? <laughs> metal oh, shanty. Rock shanty. Yeah. Um, Why would anyone write a shanty about rocks? That sounds rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some good rocks. Uh, I do like Maybe a good rock, to be fair. Like, um, all those uh, stone songs women. about going down the mines. Moody <laughs> Stone <laughs> Women. It's about the Moody yeah, Stone that's Women. That's what it is. <laughs> um, I mean, just out of curiosity, what do you want to try and do to, to fix it? Like just like because the the the, the fried chef is like looking at you expectantly. I want to press some buttons and look meaningfully at is it. Is this is this a magic thing mm-hmm. or is it something else? Victory kind of looks at you and shrugs a bit. There's... I, I could just try like mending. Mm, press the rock button. <laughs> <laughs> you press the rock button. Um, there's a brief. Uh, I just want Celestia to hear rock. That's all yeah. I require, really, mm. to be honest. <laughs> see how this does. What's mm. this giving me? Uh, apparently not. Okay, I'm going to say then that there's a, bre- a high pitched sort of <coughs> sound oh. as it tries, and oh, then no. it, it bre- uh, and then you get into uh, a sort of dull, like a low voice uh, with a similar sort of guitar sound going. <laughs> yeah. You ain't nothing but a bad <laughs> all the time. Love it. <laughs> nothing but a bad And again, there's, and then you get this sort of, uh, uh, it squeals again, transitions into what is basically uh, Go Johnny Go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking love this. Um, you just, like, you know, uh, uh, though, squeals again, and the bug is like, ah! Turn that off! Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I press another button. You kind of hit uh, another button. Oh, yeah, this is fucked. Um, uh, I'm going to need some time. And then after pressing a couple more, you actually find a, a weird little like button that is like a like an O that is in like a, like a, like a, like a ring that is intercut with like a line. And then you tap that and the whole screen goes black and the sound goes out. And having done that, you can then hear just something underneath all the murmuring and blah, 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 and chatter and hissing and frying. A strange sound, like a whispering or a rustling or a gentle breeze, a soft sort of sound. Um, and your eyes draw to the source of the sound. A curious sort of um, brass fitting. It's mm. it's small. Uh, it's almost like a pair of inverted combs. 
with a small hole where one meets the other. Like a funnel, except that the funnel neck widens back out again instead of remaining narrow. The cones have screw threads inside them, and between the two, on the outside, there is a brass screw at right angles to the point where the pair of uh, of funnels join. You see, I know you're trying to describe something that we're all familiar with, and I just can't. Oh no, this. Oh, you know. Uh, okay. I mean, it's something you might be familiar with, but won't. But on its own, is a bit weird. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Just imagine, so just imagine, like a pair of funnels meeting in the center, hmm. uh, with a screw on the side of them. Right. Um. An hourglass. Well, perhaps, but there's like it's 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 it'd be a very small one and it doesn't have any tops or bottoms. Mm. Yeah, it's like the stems pointing outwards from the middle. Yeah. But okay. um would any of you like to pick it up? I mean I feel like I'm pretending to be the repairman, so like I better had really okay, but I, yeah. I think I just to look like I'm doing something, I oh, have a look at it to fix it. As you pick it up, <laughs> the, the sort of sound continues in your ears and you can tell and much like holding the clock pieces before you get a sense of direction from it that it's leading you out of this noodle bar you got something yes this is what this is the same thing as the clock um i need to go get some parts for this to fix it gotta get parts to fix the Fix the yeah, yeah, to, whatever. The juice, I have to stop it before I ever start it again. Mm. Yeah, gotta gotta get the parts. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hold on a second. Like, Repairs. Looking at the thing, uh, Corson <laughs> is gonna uh, reach down, touch the ground, and um, uh, cast primeval awareness. See if there is anything that immediately pings up in the general vicinity. I don't imagine he is. Anywhere near the coast right now, so it'll only be you a mile. You are decidedly but... not near the coast right now. Um, you sense the usual, um, mm-hmm. the roar of the eye, uh, of the, the roar of the sea, the little piccolo face scent of um, of uh, Marjorie. Marjorie, there we go. Yeah. Cockroach. Um, she's still a cockroach. I think she's still a cockroach. Who's still a cockroach? Uh, currently perched on your shoulder, um, <laughs> and wiggling her oh. little antenna. Ew. I still love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not a lot else, actually. Um, if anything, there's a strangely. Sterile absence that you could almost feel. Like there's. Hmm. It's something that you've never really noticed. Um, because, like, it's feedback of a type that you never noticed because, along with this distinctive sense of, like, you know, like dragons and elementals and undead and all that that you get, there is always, like, a backwash that comes with it, a background noise, just the feeling of the life of the world. Okay. So, like, people in general. Uh, more than that, just or trees just and yeah, like, just yeah. trees and wildlife and everything. Like n- that's so background noisy that you don't get anything meaningful out of it. Yeah. And it's like that background noise is 
muted, almost absent. Mm, that's weird. He's uh, he's detecting for parts. Yeah. Gotta, gotta do that. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. They have completely lost interest you, in you. Busy, busy trying to make up the orders for uh, for the various. <laughs> I'm actually making it worse. That's what yeah. Saying. What's weird? Well, there isn't anything uh, that I wouldn't be expecting to sense here, but also it's like everything else in the world's just a little bit quieter, and. Weirdly, like being as we're we're in this place right now, it's um, uh, th- that's that's got to be like weirdly juxtaposed. Well, right. I mean, we don't know that any of the other people here are real people. Well, we? but this part huh. didn't register as anything, so I, I was wondering though if maybe it it did. But um, if it's leading you somewhere, I think we should follow wherever it's yeah. leading you. Yeah, that feels strange. Mm. All right. What do you suppose it's part of? I think we need to see the next bit to know, to be honest. Yeah, well, Even I mean, we, we were able to tell pretty not. quickly it was all clocks, but this doesn't look like a part of any clock I've ever seen. We should move... Yeah, but there's a lot of weird stuff here, isn't there? Mm. We should keep moving. The longer yeah. we're here, the more hostility we're going to draw. Right. Gotcha. Let's, let's move, then. You... Step out of the noodle Can I bar. <laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, it's really dumb. I'm go gonna on. Get, I'm going to get people pissed off. Um, I want to nick one of their cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Slow hand check. I want to try one. Um, yep. All them pulling coins out of ears at the start of the podcast. We shall see if that helps. <laughs> Snatch a Siggy. Uh, Someone just handed you have a small cardboard packet of these, uh, and as they're busy kind of shoveling noodles into their place and trying to fish one out of the packet themselves, you snatch it (laughs) and walk off, and with a little bit of. uh, uh, Oh, yeah, I I smoke it immediately. Uh, You you light it, Uh, it goes out almost immediately, and then it takes a few tries to get the trick of like. Drawing in while you light it. It's harder with a pipe. Of course. Actually, yeah, yeah. So actually, so it's a good point. You would actually, in that case, you would you it is do, a bit put it in, though, so, uh, yeah. pull it, and like, oh, it actually lights really quickly. It's, if it's a straight, like, it lights yeah, this is real fast. Yeah, this is it's rather just, than a roll. Like. Uh, yeah, this is a straight pre-made one, and in fact, yeah, they've um, got like accelerants in it. Lights like, real easy. Compared to like a pipe, anyway, it's hard to light a cigarette if you haven't lit anything. But if you're if you're used to lighting a pipe, it's probably easier. Oh, oh yeah. And these don't these don't have filters yet, or at least not in the not the place that they're from. Oh, it might be a roll in them. Um, they, actually, I don't know. Actually. These cigars, like these are. Not point six percent of them would have really, uh, have uh, have filters, so maybe it does. The point is, though, this is definitely a machine rolled cigarette. Mm. Yeah, right. mm. different to what I'm used to. Yeah, <laughs> probably really nice compared to like Celestia's. Oh yeah, this is like tobacco, weirdly rich and that like... we've established is shit. Yeah, <laughs> surrounded <intense>. horrified. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could get used to these. Oh, that is smooth. Oof. Smoking uh, vicariously through Celestia yeah. again, don't <laughs> <laughs> As you step out, um, 
you can see that a straight concourse leads out from the noodle bar in either direction, flanked on all sides by shops, kind of as if you've reached some sort of indoor marketplace. You could believe that you were in a dwarven market, in fact, except for the lack of stone. Every structure here seems to be made from painted metal, glowing glass, or the straight, same oddly reflective, colourful material that those rectangular slips were made from. There are no windows out of this strange shopping centre either. But the shops have glass fronts and are brightly coloured, uh, and also have brightly coloured illuminated signs in similar fashion to those in the diner. And I do mean like a mixture of like those like like shaped neon and cheerful cartoon characters. Um, like it's there is there's. W- there is a sort of unifying feel, but at points with it verges on graphic design being someone's passion. Mm. <laughs> like the the style here is busy, busy, bright, and colorful in the architecture, not so much in the clothing. People of all uh, races and species hurry and throng through the concourse, garbed in more of these colourful print dresses, or strange suits of grey, brown and black cotton or flannel, wearing neckties of an unfamiliar style, tipping short-brimmed hats, and I do want you to think fedoras here, uh, and carrying around black briefcases. Everyone is smoking! (laughs) These tiny cigars seem to be the favoured drug of choice, though you do see a couple of dragonborn with pipes <laughs> walking by as well. You... There's a lot going on here. You can kind of feel the um, the, the sound or the whispering uh, sound leading you towards... Um, something that you can see the sign uh it's it's odd it appears to be a lowercase letter a but with a tail wrapped round itself <laughs> inside what appears to be a cup of coffee huh do they like sweeten their coffee with words i feel like i'm missing something here is it an apple coffee Uh, oh, no, the dominant uh, brand is pear. Uh, but, um, mm. I was just thinking things that began with A, I'll be honest. Mm. Um, almond coffee. That be ah, that sounds nice. Actually. Ah, begins with A. I... Yeah. It's got a long tail. It varies how much... Tail. I know. Are you the same? Oh, you were a minute ago. Uh, yes, okay, yes, cool. yes, yes. No, I just no, no. thought I thought I'd no, check. It's still the we same. moved place. You were different last time. Yes. Yeah. They do and you're point. yes, and you're the and you're from not no captain no captain brandy, um. Captain Jorge, I've got the eye. Got it. Let's keep moving. Um, she just yeah. pulled back a little and put a hand like tentatively on your shoulder, scamp. Listen, what you said before. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not the me that can best comfort you, but you did what you thought was right, and and I get, I get the need for revenge, 
but you were what? fighting for your people. What did I do? After Horn Alley, you... You helped build the Republic of Seoul. When you killed the king, and... Oh, I've not And the nobles? The well, did... No! No, they are all... You, I, to be honest, no. No. You... So you didn't lead the terror? Is um, is the current pre- is it is the current president um uh it, it, is your current president uh, named Jacqueline? No. Jacqueline had a bad day. Quite a few bad days. Made a deal with the wrong person. Yes, I know. We, did, the, we found a compromise. That, I'm not convinced it was the best option overall. But me neither. These no, days. it wasn't a slaughter. John Paul's a president. Oh, the the academic. Um, yeah. And but what about if this isn't? I apologize. This is. I just need. I need to know these things. Uh, to ask these things. In as. Removed away as you can tell me. You don't need to dwell okay. on the details. What was your worst day during the revolution? Is she asking scamp, scamp or everyone? Scamp. She's very clearly asking scamp. I'm sorry, my love. When, when Celestia got taken. Yeah. Okay. That's... That's... I'm glad. I'm glad that was your worst day. I think. Am I forgetting anything? No. No, I mean, there were bad ones, but that was definitely the standout worst. And Horn Alley is intact? Everyone's fine? Yes. Yes. Good. Yeah, I mean, last I saw... I don't know what your future holds, then. And... Enjoy that. Be the best you can be. Okay. Um, what does that mean for you, though? And the next yous what will come back here eventually? Are you going to be able to help future yous? When I'm together, I can predict again. And it okay. will be accurate at the moment of prediction, as it always is. Okay, so this is what would have happened at the time that you were last split. She smiles a little. <laughs> you are smart. Wow! You are. As you're about halfway towards this curious app, this sort of A cafe, um, uh, which you can see now is a curious uh, mixture of what appears to be tables with coffee being served and uh, lots of more of these little black tablets like on little arms resting up from the table but also to one side an arcade full of strange machines with brightly coloured screens and curious okay. levers and dials mostly okay. populated by children and teenagers for some reason oh dear I feel like I should roll a wisdom save <laughs> you hear a ding sound and a pair of doors uh, slide open and into that, out of them, 
a phalanx of a chin wearing bronze armor and carrying long spears, longer than their glaives you're familiar with. Everything's fucked again. Burst out, backed by a hill giant, uh, for want of a a better, as far as you can tell, in a white robe, who frankly has to kind of move in his hands and knees uh, to get out of the... um, uh, to get out of this uh, 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 of this strange cramped space, but is we're bearing some sort of complex mithril staff. Fuck, oh, says wow. Cassandra. They found us. Um, Who? Were they looking for us? Uh, and with a moment, with a very uh, with a. There we go. Uh, uh, and with a heavy sort of... <clears throat> the hill giant strikes the staff on the ground. Uh, it, several pieces of it spin in place. Um, and you see, and Celestia and Corson, you see a spirit emerge mm. from a small orb, metal orb they're carrying. Uh, step in, uh, flow into the world and suddenly become encased in planes of reddish light before transforming into a not unfamiliar looking um, barbed uh, figure with branching horns, long hair that goes over its face. Uh, and wicked, and a pair of wicked-looking whips. Um, the crowd scream, panic, Sensible. and start stampeding, um, which is good because it gives you a moment of cover. Uh, as you hear, uh, Corzin, you're the only one who speaks gigantic, uh, and uh, and you just about make the uh, the about the giant crying out, "Find the seer!" Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, time to go. Yeah. Where's the? Th- do we need a third one of these things? Yeah. Where's it pointing? Uh, it's still pointing to. You've not yet reached the the uh, the sort of a oh, cafe. Yeah, yeah, you're halfway there. So, uh, my question to you is: How do you want? To, what what tactics do you want to use to get there? Mm. I feel like somebody else has to lead this one because I've done the last one. In, in terms okay. of like, if this is a few skill checks, it feels like yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. yeah, someone else. Should someone else's turn is usually. How far away is it? Uh, it's probably only about fifty feet away, um, oh, okay. at, but it's fifty feet through uh, a stampeding crowd, while uh, a phalanx of Enchine are basically just cutting down civilians with Jesus. spears, um, civilians in just cotton clothing. Uh, while while the demon starts whipping, uh, 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 starts whipping, bringing people down, uh, and is clear and audibly sniffing, searching. Okay, and it's is it clearly like it's an object that we need to get rather than do we know what the thing like? It's a thing we can see that we need to grab this thing. Uh, you know that it's in it this in location. Area? You need to get okay, there first. So we have to get there. Cool. Um. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. 
I could clear a path for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cast Sustained Wind. Okay. Nice. <laughs> uh, just clear a path. Cast fuck. <laughs> uh, Allowed. Fuck. What That's level, better than my idea. <laughs> what level is Sustained Wind? Fourth. Can I ask you for an Arcana check with advantage, please? Can I give them inspiration? Um, yes, you can. Allowed. I'll just give them a little like, elbow and a wink. Let's do something. Well, I rolled on the new dice I got from the Samothy. <laughs> so that's gone well. Well done, this new dice. Really? Oh, uh, that's a 22. Okay. Uh, without using the inspiration. As you gather your spell together, um, Victory puts her hand uh, on your shoulder and you, you can feel her doing something to assist you as well as uh, as well as Celestia's uh, uh, moment of inspiration supporting you. And with a blast of wind going forward, you knock numerous people out of the way, like uh, people fall to the ground or fly apart. Um, a loose bench kind of <laughs> flings uh, to one side. Um, piece uh, 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 unattended briefcases <laughs> spill open, spending papers into the air. Um, the uh, hill giant po- uh, uh, points there. Um, as you run forwards, you turn briefly, and the Achin moving forwards are similarly blown backwards by the wind. <laughs> uh, collectively, you scramble over to this strange cafe full of brightly colours, um, uh, brightly coloured uh, moving lights and symbols and uh, uh, and bizarreness. Scamp, your eyes br- briefly caught by one uh, by one thing with strange little like. Um, brightly coloured sweets drawn on it uh, an instruction to crush the candy Um, uh, but before (laughs) your attention can be pulled on you feel the intensity of the moment gives you a familiar surge Uh, roll 2d 100s please oh dear (laughs) Uh, that's a 35 Okay, uh, you feel reality splitting for a moment. Uh, mm. 35 is the other one. Yeah, 47, 35. Between the world growing cold or the world growing grey? Hmm, mm, does it feel like either of those are particularly harmful to me or people I like? Um, one is very cold and one is very grey. You're <laughs> so mean today. <laughs> Real hard to tell. You it's definitely got... feel like this is going to affect you. He's smirking into table fables. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is potentially preferable to the the vanilla version, which would be potentially changing age, which you know we don't want. Um, <laughs> I like that we're referring to, to, to the player's handbook is the vanilla version of yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Right. Oh, I don't like the sound of grey, but cold sounds horrible. I hate the cold. Okay. Um. Pick quickly. Fuck it. Let's go for grey. 
Okay. Scamp really don't like the cold. Color the world le- the color of the world leeches out. Uh, and you find yourself moving through a world that is entirely in shades of grey. You've lost your colour vision. We're in a oh. noir film. Yeah, everything. In actually, honestly, the <laughs> can, people can dressed in. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> just, just Scamp. Scamp. Oh, weird. Uh, although Scamp's irises also go grey. Uh, no, Scamp doesn't have irises. Scamp has blank, tiefling eyes. Scamp's eyes go grey uh, instead of uh, instead of pink. Um, and the yeah. most colourful, interesting place, and I lose my ability to see oh, colour. I know. Um, although everything is very noir now, um, especially <laughs> with all the fedoras and trench coats. Yeah. Not that Scamp knows that. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> <"Boo>, <laughs> um, Okay, but as you scramble into the uh, uh, into this uh, cafe, um, you can hear the uh, the, the the sand. Uh, leading you towards uh, one of the uh, towards the desk, uh, Scamp. Um, at this, uh, can you roll a luck check for me, please? That's a one. <laughs> Scamp is facing the desk, and you see uh, just as you spot on the desk a curious round bulb of blown glass tapering to a hollow point. Uh, the bulb flies into the air, propelled oh. by the wind. And, and, uh, I'm going to turn the wind like backwards at this point. Yeah, because you that's keeping the you. people away from us. Um, so the bulb but, hits yeah. the ground yep. like with a collection of various strange futuristic bric-a-brac oh. and a lot of spilled cigarettes. Uh, for, uh, several packets of spilled cigarettes. Grab no, cigarettes. Roll 1d4. Excellent. Uh. Yeah, um, I'm going for yeah. While Celestia is picking up the cigarettes, uh, <laughs> one, you pick up one packet of cigarettes. Woo! <laughs> um, uh, who wants to uh, go for the bulb that uh, Celestia was clearly looking at before it <laughs> flung into the air? Because uh, could, could, could you grab, grab that it. thing? Because I'm okay. going to keep this this wind going backwards. You yeah. grab the bulb of blown glass, and you too can now hear the sort of sound. Interestingly, the end of this bulb has a screw thread worked into the glass. Um, oh, right, that can. And I've got it. And as you do that, you can hear uh, the sound of sand leading you towards a rectangular panel. In the back of a uh, metal panel in the back of the uh, shop. Okay, is that through where the giant and the Achina are currently? Uh, no, it's the same shop you're in. It's oh, you're great. literally okay. in the back. Oh. Let's go there then. Right, okay. okay um, uh, th- this way, quickly. Right. You reach... okay, I'm going to stick at the back of the group. Okay, you you run forward to the panel. It seems to, it's slightly stretched out from the from the uh, uh, from the surrounding, and you're very easily able to grab it and with a little effort slide it up and out. <laughs> and you can see there is what appears to be a tunnel, like a vertical tunnel, um, with a set of it's not like a ladder, but like a set of recessed. Um, holes that you could use like a ladder uh, to climb up or down. Um, you f- try to think about this particular moment and how this would go. Yeah. You feel 
Um, you f- you feel you can hear the sound leading you down. Or I think we're gonna go down here. It's, right. What, what even is this? Oh fuck no. Okay. You scramble into I'm like this. edging my way down the the tunnel. Yeah, you scramble. You you, you step into the tube, um, or climb into the tube and begin stop and start climbing your way down this strange metallic tube. Pipes surround you. Uh, strange pipes and cables um, that run up and down, some of which, uh, including one that uh, that's, seems to be made of brightly glowing glass, or like thousands of fibres of glass all b- bundled together. Um... The, you can hear, as, as the five of you plus pets uh, make your way <laughs> down, uh, you can hear the sound of fighting and a distant sort of <laughs> sound going quieter uh, until you reach the bottom, uh, where you find another of these panels uh, leading uh, that, that you are able to remove from the inside. <laughs> and... Okay, Force my way out. Push out. You uh, find yourself somewhere unexpected, given that you've just gone down. Are we in a basement or. Wait a minute. You would expect a basement, but instead, you find yourself in a uh, coming out into a park at night. Lit. I want to drop the wind just because it's not yeah. helpful right now. Yeah, I mean, you've gone into such a small space. I'm just going to say because I hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope it goes without saying that the repairman outfit was gone. Like, oh, yeah, just ages ago. Yeah, yeah. I think as soon as we stopped talking to the guy, it's probably really annoying to do. Um, you I just left it standing there, just the outfit. Yeah, just walked out. <laughs> you can see, or you see stretching out around you, uh, carefully manicured grass and trees of different types. Um, looking up, uh, you can see there is a slightly odd, uh, there is a um, almost like a like a, like a hazy sort of um, uh, actually I can say, yeah, you see what what, what, uh, what seems for a moment to be a uh, pleasant blue sky, and then very quickly realise it's painted on uh, and instead, there are a series of these, not dissimilar to the ones in the bar, strips of uh, bright lighting uh, that are, is, are illuminating the uh, the park. Uh, sorry, I think I said that the park. Sorry, the sky. The sky uh, above is kind of painted eveningish. I'm going to say. So there's okay. a roof. There's a roof. There's definitely a roof, uh, and interestingly. Uh, the the roof the the park is weirdly narrow, um, in it, uh, but also long. You as you step out of what you see seems to be like almost like a <laughs> decorated to look a bit like a tree branch, uh, going straight up and with some ob- now that you look at it weirdly fake looking like branches around it. Uh, you can see that these, uh, that these, this grass, these grass and these trees have 
various tiled apertures vaguely resembling circular pools. You don't quite get a good look at them. But the landscape itself curves sharply up to the left and right, as if the park is in some sort of curved valley, maybe only a hundred, a couple of hundred feet. Um, though it kind of, uh, uh, like, almost like a reverse horizon, you lose sight of it, like, like the ceiling goes up, uh, it goes up beyond the ceiling. But the park on the level seems to carry straight ahead, forwards and backwards, terminating in a weird sort of gentle blurring of colour about a thousand feet ahead of you and about a hundred feet behind. You can see... Or this isn't right. Yeah, there are various individuals, again, in that sort of, like, very tr- uh, trench coats and, and, uh, and fedoras and, uh, and summery dresses uh, style, walking casually around the park, enjoying the view, parading arm in arm, smoking. Mm-hmm. And somewhere, though it's not immediately clear, uh, up ahead, you can feel the sand is leading you. This is weird. Yeah, this is yeah. where it's like it's inside, but it's outside, but it can't be. Um... I don't Do like I... the future. Mm. Our character. Yeah. I'm. Um, I'm. First thought of Celestia is: Is this the Underdark and they're doing a pretend park? I like. I know it's probably not, but I feel like I have to ask because it's good so thought. on my mind. You've you've seen a couple of um, you've seen a couple of drow wandering around, similarly dressed to everyone else smoking, uh, who didn't really pay you any mind. Um, but um, it could be there's you've definitely not seen any natural light. Uh, well, like plants, like it's... But the the plants weirdly are all surface plants there's light so yeah there. yeah there's a fe- there's a familiar feeling to your father's solarium um oh. as you move forwards you notice the uh i'd like this isn't terribly uh heavy but i'd just like everyone to give me a perception check please sure sight based yeah <laughs> Three. God, that, that is I the am not adjusting to lo- the oh lack of colour vision. Okay. Can I still not see colours? Um, is this just permanent now? Uh, mm. Your colour vision has not yet returned. It's a nine. Okay. Dirty 20. Okay. I'm not adjusting well. That's oh, sorry, eight. Yeah. Apologize. Scamp and Celestia, your eyes are drawn to one of the circular pools, some of the circular pools as you pass. You see that around these sort of tile, curiously like tiled, apertures they're like little circles surrounded by they almost feel like like gray rocks except that they're clearly like molded stone meant to feel like smooth gray rocks like tiled like the edge of a swimming pool um and you can see these have sorry scamp you can't see this part brightly colored fish in them uh Aww. largely very uh, uh, quite ornamental in appearance uh, and they seem they 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 uh, the, 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 there's water in them that seems to be f- providing you know a space for the fish, but also some decorative pond life, and seems to be connected to you notice thin little pipes that travel under the ground and then pop up. Uh, you see one of them in the distance provide a small misting of water. Uh, for, for a few moments before passing. 
Cool. Okay, two things. Yeah, two things. Mm. One, actually, since we got here, um, has there been a dramatic um, upshift or downshift in the number of spirits that I have seen? Uh, you have thus... Interestingly, uh, you have seen the occasional... Generally, you haven't seen many spirits uh, in the Sewer right. Citadel, but you have seen one or two uh, in this place. Uh, less than you really expect for such a um, populated area. Yeah, okay. But Bearing that in mind. Yeah, one or two are still around. You can see one or two here. Second um, thing. Yeah. Like... How high above us is the ceiling slash sky? The ceiling slash high is not far above you, honestly. These trees are pretty short. Like, ah, I want to say, like, only, like, 40 feet up. Cousin's going to take out a, um, uh, a single shot and throw it by, by hand up to see if it hits it. Okay, um, I mean, like... You could probably throw forty feet up if you're if you're if you're good at it. Give me if you're causing. <laughs> yeah, yeah yep. just give me a strength check, I suppose. Okay, just straight strength. Yeah, okay. I mean, technically, you make a throwing attack if you want, but I mean, I'm not trying to you damage anything. I'm just trying to see if it like yeah, yeah. actually hits anything. If this is an illusion. Yeah. Okay, that's uh. Well, if it's if it's strength and not athletics, that's actually just a thirteen. With athletics, let's say. Okay, if it's a, uh, with athletics, that's an eighteen. Okay, um, you are a pretty good. Th- you're pretty good at throwing. Um, so <laughs> I'll say that you are able to get a full the full forty feet up before the bit of shot bounces off the painted ceiling um, and comes back down. A passing a passing couple give you kind of a disapproving look as they want to be an asshole. Um, <laughs> as far as they're concerned. <laughs> There is some, as you're walking by though, toward in the general direction of where the sand is going, you notice, you look in, th- you, and it's so hard for you not to look, you notice a different circular pool. One of you realise a few, less than the fish ponds. And instead of water, you can see a thick plane of glass, and mm-hmm. below you, what appears to be the night sky stars moving steadily from left to right if I look into it is it like a mirror walking over and looking down no you can see I mean you can faintly see a little bit of your reflection uh, because okay. it's glass but you can see stars. Are we in the one place that has not been corrupted by capitalism? <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, this place definitely Spies! has been corrupted by capitalism. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's odd. Um, it's like yeah, it's like you're seeing the Carrie night sky <laughs> on a perfectly perfect middle of the night. It's actually weird because you can see more. Than you've even seen in some some of the darkest, like furthest out places you've been in the midst of the like when you've been in the midst of the ocean, okay. um, the sky seems blacker than you've ever seen it. Beyond, there's no faint hint of blue, and the stars are more and clearer than you've ever seen them. 
Especially with your fucking eyes. Oh, wow, okay. So, so it's, um... Would the impression I get be that this is somehow... Uh... If not fake, then enhanced somehow? Like how my my own natural vision is enhanced by the uh, the belt I'm wearing. You have no idea, but okay. you just that the it's a clearer it's a clearer night sky than you've ever seen. Spies. <laughs> Spies. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Good. Actually. Uh. Does Corson recognize any um, uh, constellations, celestial bodies of any kind? Ooh, roll me a navigator check. Okay. Um, and I have navigator's tools, so yes. <laughs> Quickly gr- grab a chart and examine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be a, a 19. You do actually see the boar wheel past at one point. Alright, that's the boar, that's... All right, so it's it's definitely our night sky, give or take uh, a little. So how is how is this possible? I, okay, I'm assuming that we've drifted over to where Corzin is. Yeah, you've seen like, Corzin like staring down and like Sweet. getting out of his tools. Like Ab Fab, Ab Fab, like Ab then down at the thing. And... I want to touch it. Okay, you feel cold glass. I'm fucking stumped, man. I don't know about anybody else. Is it? Uh, we aren't able to see, like, it's on the ground, right? So we can't, like, see under it. No, no. The, the like, peering, you can see the point where the sort of nice um, sort of artificial stone uh, connects with the with the glass. And you can, you can send, you get a, you can see a little bit of what you think is metal. Uh, in a rim around it uh, that presumably continues on somewhere but yeah this is looking straight down it's kind of visibly moving yeah so what's a slab full of stars doing on here hmm slab full of stars I have a question. Where is Jim? Go on. How do we know those aren't the stars? As in, like, like how do we, I, I don't know. As you ponder, as you wanted to go into space. <laughs> as you, as you, as Olga, you, you are making a leap that we could make. Yes, you got to say, you got to figure oh, out how no. it works to say it. But you're yeah. making a leap. The temptation to try and go outside and see what happens is. Very strong. I mean, I really want to know what happens if like, I put my fist through this glass. But I want to know what happens if I just like have a little teleport outside. As you, I, I really shouldn't. As you're briefly considering this, um, you hear it's a probably really cold a splashing sound, uh, and Fish. you turn your heads. Except for Corson, you don't need to. Um, as you see, emerging from one of the pools uh, is a cadre of sour geen. Um, okay. Weapons ready. <laughs> you see a some of the beefiest looking sour geen warriors you've ever seen uh, emerge. 
uh, not in their usual kind of like rag, like scavengy light clothing, but what it appears to be in armor uh, made from carved and reinforced looking coral uh, with long spears that have coral, sharp coral tipped blades. Uh, and you can see that there is that that the uh, smaller Sawagin uh, amongst them is uh, is dressed in ceremonial jewelry with a definite sort of nautical theme, but wearing a dress which is far more involved, uh, has elaborate weavings of like whatever sea, sea seaweed esque thread they use. Uh, and clear patterns. Frankly, Sogin displaying a level of culture, almost, that you've not really seen. Or at least um, industrial in, uh, industrial development in their culture. Hmm, okay. Um, and Cassandra grabs you and pulls you down. Shit! These people are from my time. Right. When's that? Uh, Tyre, uh, before Tyre became an empire, right? Yes. Genuinely. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, before the empire. Oh, wow. That's... Oh, a long while. How do they do it? Right, it, it makes about as much sense as anything else we've seen since we, since well, we arrived here. Where are we right now? Is this the Underdark? But then there's, there's the sky. I'm confused. <laughs> are we, like, uh, really high up in the sky? That's a great uh, way of putting it, and I'm. And is I think, this a window? Yes, and these these are some lovely questions Fuck. for us to answer after we yeah. find the next piece. Right, where's the next thing? Else. Okay, yeah. Coulson, um, you've got a hold of it. Where's it taking you? Yeah, Coulson is going to start running in the direction it uh, appears to be. You indicating. get the sense that the the piece is uh, somewhere quite close to where the Sauragin came up and are currently searching around uh, as people someone someone steps forward uh, to the uh, set uh, like uh, to uh, like an angry kind of looking um, uh, dragonborn to protest like uh, takes it takes his pipe out of his mouth like hey you can't be coming around here and the Sagin priestess uh, s- smacks uh, her jeweled staff on the ground and a series of tentacles burst out of the undergrowth uh. and tear him to pieces. Uh, oh causing Celestia, you see a flicker as a spirit escapes his body and vanishes. Oh. That doesn't usually happen. Um, the, uh, unlike when you've seen, say, a conjured demon uh, disintegrate, though, uh, the meaty pieces on the ground look pretty real. Okay. That's not how that works, is it? That, no. Mm. We're into, we're straying into questions I've already answered. Ask me right. these again. Right. Right now. Uh, so, causing you can see that the Samagin are again. Fortunately, people are screaming now, which is causing some chaos. But the Samagin uh, are definitely on the lookout and starting and to fan in, out and spread. They're kind of in the way, right? They're broadly yeah. in the way. You can tell that there's, you need to get somewhere nearby. Mm-hmm. How do you want to handle getting to... I have an idea. 
go on. Yep. Um, I could do. I've still got a major image in me. I could do a fake hour party running away. Good idea. Um, as a distraction. What do we feel about okay. that? Yeah. Very right. good idea. I will say that this gives advantage to a check that uh, someone can take. Who went last? It was Scamp. So either yeah. Cause and or Celestia can take two I can handle this one. That. Uh, what yeah. skill would you like to use? Like, how do you want to approach? Uh, well, if I'm if I'm trying to find precisely what it is that I'm that we're looking for here, mm-hmm. I think uh, probably perception is the best bet. But the way I'm specifically going to use this is um, I know sort of what direction the the items that we currently have are drawing me. Yeah. I'm going to be, like, facing in that direction. Not that it really matters for Corzin, but I'm going to be facing in that direction. Uh, and before I start moving, I'm going to, like, start uh, eliminating possibilities of what uh, of the things it can't be. Got it. So, like, it's, it's not going to be stuff that is um, uh, attached to the ground. It's going to be something that looks presumably like it goes with what I've already got. That sort of thing. So, is there anything in my current field of view that looks like it might match up with what we've already got? All right. Uh, this is closer to an investigation check, actually. But um, okay, that's fine. So, but roll that with advantage, please. Okay. Because uh, you're kind of using your your intellect to root out different areas based on what you can see. Okay, glad I had advantage there. That is an 18. Okay. Um, it does have... Uh, taking into account your perception, you are... That is enough. You are able... Uh, so, Celestia, uh, what does your image uh, um, do? So, look like? does the standard, like... <laughs> getting the rainbow spirit and doing like shitty drawings yep. of everybody in, in their hand and then they throw it and it looks like our party. Mm-hmm. Um... And basically, they're, they're quite, like, noisy about it. Um, like, Cassandra goes, hurry, we have to get away! And Corzin goes, this way! And, like, yeah. like has the the, um, the piece of kit that Corzin is currently yeah. holding and is, like, following it. And oh, um, yeah. Celestia and Scamp are, like, running behind. Um, you... Being like, quick, they're going to catch us up! Like, it's all very, yeah. very loud. As your panicking party starts yeah. running in a different direction, the Samagin priest, uh, one of the Samagin warriors, like, points and again in Saragin, which uh only uh, Corzin understands uh, calls out that way the seer um and yep. uh the priestess gestures and again like twisting tentacles emerge from pools and randles and start uh trying to tear apart the party or capture them who uh, depending on how you're doing it either miraculously evade or like get caught for a moment and then pull away keeping up the illusion long enough for you to hardly work out can't be there, can't be there, can't be there, can't be there. You you make a guess and s- hurry along behind them. Uh, uh, right behind them. Uh, scamp. You, uh, running by by Corzin, uh, checking the different spaces, you see in one of the pools there is floating on the, uh, bobbing on the surface, there is a small, another round bulb of blown glass like mm. just like Corzin's, tapering to a hollow point, identical to the first uh, s- s- screw thread on the to- on the t- tapering point, but this one is filled with fine golden grains of sand. Mm. 
There's an hourglass. Mm. Yeah, it looks like we've got... Yoink! Mm. Okay, yep. as Yoink. you pick it up, you now can now hear that s- uh, gr- uh, uh, flowing sound. Uh, and you can feel it leading you towards a pair of doors um, that are set into another of these faux tree trunks. Uh, Alright, everybody into the fake tree. Okay, as you get close, the doors go ding and just open on their own. And you can see there is a small uh, circular chamber uh, with a set uh, uh, and on on one wall there are a series of uh, dully lit little panels um, that uh, seem to indicate the layout. They almost look like the lay- like like plans for a building, but it's just like story by story or line by line. Um, and the bottom one, uh, uh, the arboretum, it says, is lit up. Hmm. What is this then, folks? Uh, um, Scam, yeah. you feel you can hear the sound going up, like straight up. Uh, and Cassandra comes in. Pick it a stage. Just close the doors. Close the doors. Close the doors. How? Oh <laughs> up, up. How do we go up? Uh, she gestures at the little diagram with the different levels. A poke one. Okay, that's not the one we're on. Yeah. How far up? Do you uh, how many floors are there? Uh, All I the way. Say seven. Okay, you go to the top one, dock. Um, as you press that, it glows up yellow. And as the Sargine turn and spot the uh, 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 spot the real party, the doors <laughs> shut. The fake party flipped them off. <laughs> okay, you see them fake party flip them off as the doors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the you hear a sort of sound. And the little light turns off on the bottom floor, turns up and on on the next one, and then Is starts winking music? out. There is indeed mm-hmm. a soft sort of... Yes. <laughs> Where's that coming from? I'm both very claustrophobic and very angry right now, uh, if I'm honest. <laughs> I've never heard anything more beautiful in my life. <laughs> I wish I was dead. This is terrible. <laughs> I need each of you to give me a raw wisdom check, please. <laughs> wisdom check, okay. Oh, two of us giggling. Oh, I cannot roll today, folks. Uh, five. <laughs> Eleven. Oh, God. Scam. Really? <laughs> you feel yourself get, weirdly, getting lighter. Um, as the as the, uh, the the room sort of hums and the light goes up, um, your inner ears, your inner ear, you, weirdly, you can tell have a feeling that you're going upwards, sort of, but it's also but it's getting very confused, like it starts to lose that sensation, and the world is getting lighter almost like a flight spell but not quite the same when you're flying like you still a reverse gravity spell for that in fact that moment when actually you first yeah it. for that first moment of when it's going off you can feel it feels like the spell that makes everything go up 
and that and you f- and then and soon all of you start to feel a strangeness like like the world is less heavy and then with a ding the doors slide open anyone else feel a bit like they're pissed or high more like i was flying you step out and you look up and you can see a ceiling hundreds of feet above you that curves around until it becomes the walls and the floor. A vast cylinder filled with strange platforms, pipes and machines. You can see bizarre vessels of what you think is painted mithril. Somewhere between the sky machines that you saw before and those land sh- armoured land ships that sit on the inner surface of this strange cylinder. Some on the ground like you, others hanging to the walls, others hanging to the ceiling, mostly on raised... Can I try walking up a wall? Can I try walking up a wall? Uh, you can in a moment. There's a bit okay. more to see. In between some of the platforms, you can see raised, rotating turrets with what appear to be gun ports, not unlike those of the land ship, but with nowhere for anyone to stand or operate them, apart from some odd, glowing, rectangular screens. And at the far end, a vast, double-layered dome of mithril and thick glass shows what appears to be a vast blue curve with dead black above until you realize what you're seeing isn't just isn't a, just a curve it's a an unfathomably great rotating orb only part of which you can see and flickering across its surface at speed are green brown shapes that you recognize if only from maps the continents of Calcinia. Are we on the moon? Or just in space? Because you've done this to us before in another campaign. Yeah. And we freaked the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Shit. This is incredible. I'm going to try walking up a wall. This is not. like any dock I've ever seen. Um, Scamp starts walking and you see Scamp you feel like you're just walking on the ground but as you look back you can see everyone else seems to be moving up onto the wall Yes. and you see Scamp starting to just walk by the way your footsteps are so light like you feel like you are barely staying on the ground I want to have a good look out that window that's the impulse yeah. I'm getting. Like, really, like, yeah. go to the window and. Oh, the window is hundreds of feet away, but, like, it's big enough that you can still see through it. Uh, oh, really want to have a look. It's. I mean, if you want to start moving over there, you definitely can. That would be my. This is the impulse. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's going to go. Like, you have to, well. don't you? Yeah. You... I want to try jumping off the wall. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Give me. An acrobatics check, please. Oh, it's not bad for me. Um, acrobatics, 17. 17. You kind of 
on your knees and launch yourself into the air. Like you, you try and jump as high as you can, and you keep jumping. Like you <laughs> not jump up, and you feel like yeah, you could jump way high, uh, and then you're not really coming down. Um, you continue fly sailing up, and you realize that you, as you get towards the center of this um, huge cylinder. You weigh nothing. Uh, you also have no way to stop. Um, I'm going to come back to what you see in a moment. Because you <laughs> see two things. Cause and Celestia, you scramble forwards as quickly as you can to the edge of this vast... I just think you've got to press your face up against the glass dome. if that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the, the, you the can see this dome, like by the way. Um, threatening us, do there they? is, like... Something in the middle of this dome as well. Okay. Uh, it's almost like a letterbox, uh, or like a, or, 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 or like two sort of fields of some uh, uh, of like glimmering force, slightly hazy force, uh, suspended in like a in a rectangle of um, of mithril. And you realise, getting up close, that this actually is a pretty lengthy sort of uh, little letterbox. Mm. Like, it's at least 30 feet deep. Um, this dome is fucking massive. Um, even though the letterbox protrudes a little bit. But it is just about the right size that even the largest of these strange vessels could carefully fit through it. Hmm. And yeah, standing up on the edge, pressing right up against the edge, you can see the world extending down below. Below, far enough that, like, the whatever this place is, like, blocks your sight of more of it. And in the distance, you can just faintly see... Um, you've just caught it as it passes beyond your view. The faint orb of the moon, half-lit by sun but seen from outside Calcinia. That's Calcinia, isn't it? It must be. That's Look at where we live. That's... And that, I... that, that would be the moon, wouldn't it? We're high, unbelievably high. I... We are so tiny. You actually realise... Wasn't this going to be weeping slightly at this sight? Something odd, actually. As you look at the stars, and you can now that you're close enough, you can just faintly see stars. Though it's actually harder to see them against the bright glare, blue glare of the world. Um, mm. You can see that the stars are actually rotating uh, around. In fact... Rotating around... Uh, like, rotate, not around the world, but like relative to your position... Mm-hmm. You realise this whole place is spinning. I don't know what to do with this information. I don't think I quite pictured that being where where we live. It's victory. Okay. Victory and Cassandra have joined you and just taken a moment. It's like. With the spinning thing, and stop me if this is too much of a logical leap for him to make, mm. but um, it's like, 
Have you ever had a, um, a bucket of water that's only, like, uh, half full, and then you, like, uh, spin it around fast enough and none of it comes out? Is that, is that what this is? Is this how we're, um, kind of, like, still, you know, staying down rather than just floating off into wherever? I can't say I've done that, but it sounds fun. Scam. Do you it have is. any, like, instinctive <laughs> reaction to the fact that you can just launch yourself into the air and keep going? Um, I mean, does it look like I'm going to hit a wall at some point without ever slowing down? Um, you're starting to realise that is probably going to happen. Um, I'm just curious whether you make any sounds. <laughs> well, I'm definitely making noise. I'm going, I'm definitely going, wee! Yeah, you hear the sort of wee sound from behind you and you look backwards. Scamp? And you can see Scamp sailing through the middle of the, uh, uh through, through the air in the centre. What are you doing up there? Uh, interesting... You should try jumping, it's a terrible idea! Um, <laughs> Scamp, you can see two things as you, as you float past the centre. Uh, and start moving towards you realise the ground that is also the ceiling Um, (laughs) and it's very swiftly going to become the ground again Um, hanging dead in the centre of this dock is a triangular door-like platform with some sort of mechanical arm on it You, you didn't you're not passing it at this exact moment, Scamp. You haven't angled yourself with this in mind. But you get close enough that you actually spot it. It's quite small. It's only door-sized in the middle of this huge uh, cavernous uh, cylinder. Uh, but you, you've you now spotted it. Um, and more importantly, you can hear the sound of leading towards it. Um, the other thing you see is a huge pair of doors opening on uh, what was the ground. (laughs) And what is most definitely the form of a huge crimson-scaled and feathered dragon. The space dragon uh, begin to uh, begin dragon. to emerge and call out. Does anyone here speak draconic? Oh, definitely not. Um, I don't think so. No, damn, I don't. Uh, and does victory? Uh, I'm going to say, fuck it. Yeah, victory's had, a, had an interesting education. Okay. Uh, you look to you look around as if to for, for confusion, and Anyone? Victory says, "The seer is here." Nah. Oh, okay. Who's oh, got the Who's loud. got the uh, the sand timer? Uh, you have one, and oh, as you and speaking of which, uh, give me another athletics check, uh, acrobatics check, as to to make your landing as you yeah. sail. <laughs> stick the landing. Come on, stick the landing. Seventeen. You stick the landing. Yes. Uh, you manage tumble over and land lightly on the ground, but as the dragon emerges, uh. He immediately opens up with a <laughs> plume of flame, uh, and and is going to try uh, uh, and cast his eyes around, looking presumably for you. Uh, he, you're pretty exposed because you're right. Most of you are right next to the uh, to the um, 
giant dome. It's just implausible that we wouldn't have had a look. There are, some, there are some people behind glass screens who scre- who seem to scream and run away. Uh, no one, he- but there's very few other people in this cylinder. Uh, although interestingly, the um, the these turret gun turrets don't seem to react to the dragon. Hmm. They didn't react to us either, did they? Uh, nope. They're just sat there. Their brightly coloured screens flashing cheerfully. Okay. How do you? Uh, so you can f- all of you who are holding sand things can now feel them leading uh, uh, the the sounds going towards that tiny triangular door, which uh, Scamp sort of like vaguely gestures at as they pass it. Do we have to go past the dragon for that, or...? Uh, the dragon is currently on the other side of it. Okay. Uh, he's just come out and it seems to be looking for you. Um, but yeah, you, your question is, how do you want to proceed? Can I do a fancy scamp jump, probably. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just Everyone's in the triangle! Yeah. Okay, uh, can I ask everyone? Um, but I, I, I'm so going to. Uh, uh, so I, I, I'm actually going to say that, that um, everyone's kind of doing this, and I'm going to say that Victory um, kind of crackles her hands together uh, and touches you, your arm, uh, Celestia, and you feel like a familiar buoyancy, uh, which feels a little unnecessary, but maybe it will. Uh, and she's. Maybe the instincts will help. Thanks. Um, as she casts flight on you. Yeah, I'm going to do the same yeah. on me and Corzin. Can I have an okay. acro... Celestia, you're leading this. An acrobatics check with advantage, please. Cool. As the dragon spots you, launches into the air, and suddenly realises that he's going slightly off course, tries to beat his wings, oh, no. um, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, and end, ends up landing on the ground, which is the wall, for twisting and then launching himself again. Just because you can fly doesn't mean you're good at fighting in a zero G environment. Mm. Yeah. Natural twenty. Okay. Yes. Which is like a thirty-two if that's important. Grabbing your friend's <laughs> hands, you pulse. You, you bend your knees and leap directly towards the uh, triangular platform. The dragon hurls himself forward. I do a roll. Turns and breathes a plume of fire at you. Um, you'd roll. You don't only do you roll. You grab, grab your friend's hands. It looks awesome. Drag them, like almost like pulling them out of the way so that your collective weird formation flying roll narrowly avoids the end, the edge of the, of the cone of fire. Uh, the dragon kind of sweeps at you with his tail but is ungainly uh, and misses you smashing into the uh, into the platform on the other side um, before he's managed to gather himself together the five of you uh, are uh, are hurtling towards the platform you reach out a hand grab hold of it the platform doesn't move it hangs in the middle of the air like it's a solid point in space um as you kind of all grab hold of the platform, you can now see it closely. The platform hangs in, in space. The, it has a mechanical arm that is set on a that sits on a wheel with an axle that is set into the platform. 
one end has a screw thread on it. Like it has like a like a little hole you could thread a screw into. Oh, it's got to attach to this, right? Surely. Okay. So tell me Can how you try? tell me how you want to put this together. What bits do we have? You have two glass bulbs with uh, with narrowed ends, which have th- screw threads on them. One of which has sanding. Uh, you like have metal midsection. You have the metal midsection that looks like two uh, two two funnels with screw threads inside them, and a screw that sticks out at right angles. I think we've got to like make an hourglass and then put that. Yeah. And then use that sticky out okay. screw to you, quickly, yeah. you quickly assemble the hourglass together, uh, screwing the two glass bulbs onto one another. You then screw the, um, uh, the, the, the central portion onto the arm. Nothing happens. You see that the sand is just sitting, is floating weightlessly in one of the hourglass bulbs. Any insight, Lieutenant Cassandra? The dragon turns. I don't know. It's it's got to be something to do with this place. Can I try casting reverse gravity? And just make some oh. gravity? Would that do it? Do I feel like that would have an effect? It might. What direction do you want the gravity to go in? Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh yes. <laughs> I want the... I want the sand to go down into the other bulb. Okay. Oh, so clever. Okay, yeah. Okay, you gather together your power and... That's a fucking massive spell. Tell you, uh, uh, as Victory Ugh. sees what you're doing, she says, Everyone grab on, to, grab on tight! <laughs> we can still fly. We- we do so. Yeah. I can't. Um, you cast the spell, and as the dragon is launching himself towards you for one last blow, you uh, send the pulse of directed gravity uh, away from you in the direction that the hourglass happens to be going, which is also the direction of the dome. And the dragon is suddenly caught in the pull of gravity. All of you grab on or use flight to resist it. Um, the dragon is caught entirely by surprise, and you watch as he suddenly falls away from you at high speed <gasps> towards the letterbox. Oh. And then passes through one of the force fields and the other, and you can't hear anything. Of his, oh, no. as his sudden desperate struggling. We just shoved a dragon at the spine. <laughs> but before you can wor- worry about that, the hourglass, the arm of the hourglass, uh, the the arm falls downwards, and the hourglass spins uh, uh, spins in position. Um, the sand beginning to flow down, but the arm is on an arc, and it seems to have enough motion that the arm swings around a little. But as it does so, and it begins to spin in place, the the hourglass is uh, spins with it. The sand being hurled from the inner globe to the outer globe by the centripetal force mm. as it rotates, and that's enough. The gl- the ground uh, the uh, the bulb glows. The sand glows. Time begins to flow. The whole triangular platform lights up 
and the world shifts. Mm. And as to what it shifts to, we'll find out after these, no doubt, important messages. Warbert, it'll synth meat. Eat one. As you travel the deserts of Eldanos, seeking evidence of the lost civilization of Dionysus Hospitality Agencies, helping you to do what thou wilt. Like, rate, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs. Leave a review on iTunes and check out our Patreon content before somebody invents the wheel. One small step for a dragon, one giant cleanup for Gamma Shift. And. Welcome back. The world shifts. And blinking, you find that the sky is clear and bright. The sun rising swiftly in the east, as it did back in Alessant. This gentle breeze carries the scent of baking bread, livestock, and the parched scent of dry clay dust. You stand in the midst of a bustling city, though one still smaller and less grand than the Alessant you were in before. Cleanly laid out streets with single-story buildings built from blocks of adobe and bricks of baked clay. A wall of baked white brick encircles the city from a distance, but you can see how the river here has been tamed and reshaped, channeled for irrigation to support fields of grain and vegetables, though they look similar but different to those you're used to. The heads on the grain are smaller, The vegetables look spindlier, or almost strangely primitive, closer to wild roots and shrubs than the the vegetables you're used to seeing, causing you to catch sight of what looks... something that looks like it hasn't quite made up its mind whether it wants to be... Um, whether it wants to be Brussels sprouts or cabbage or a cabbage. It's a confused brassica. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And you can see fields of those. The fields, the streets, however, are filled with humans and halflings dressed in simple tunics, um, some with hose. Uh, The mode of dress is simple, pretty rustic, uh, for the most part, but the handful in more involved clothing that you can see are reminiscent of paintings from a thousand years prior. You get the feeling that they would not look entirely out of place in uh, tapestries from the days of Petrolier. Their tools, however, are anything but. They are using simple hand sickles of beaten copper, copper to harvest grain, or axes of kept of finely chipped stone to chop wood. Hmm. In the distance, you can see one structure larger than the others, presiding over the city. A pyramid of baked white brick blocks, surmounted by a cap 
of patterned grey-black metal. Mm. I don't remember that being there. Is it still like there's lots of different periods of time happening at once? You definitely feel like the architecture around you is of a is of a uh, is of a theme, though the people and their clothing is less so. Um, the the patterned black metal. I'm sorry, how big is that? Uh it is. Uh, it is a. It is. Is a. It is an impressively large pyramid. Um, especially for the structures around, and the cap is pretty large as well. Probably perhaps twenty feet. Uh, wide at its widest point and you do recognize both the metal uh, you do recognize the metal as the same as that of Riptide is made from mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. being adamantium does it look like the horrible one in the death place of Orphan? and you now recognize the pyramid as well yeah but you are not amidst forest this is open plain um you can see what little you can see in between the gates of the city uh, in the distance and you know, where the where the rolling plains rise slightly over the hall, over the wall uh, this is plains and grasslands small dotted bits of wood but not the all-encompassing forest uh, great forest of Meadmere. are there spirits you can indeed see some spirits fluttering around less than you would expect again uh for a place uh, for, for a city but there are spirits and they follow people around um many of them uh, you see that many of them are black uh spirits and they cluster around people as they do their tasks um they you can see a number seem to be going near people baking, uh, moulding bricks, and many seem to be carving things into these clay bricks before handing them off to someone to cart to what you can see is a distant kiln. I want to get out Kevin the Brick. (laughs) You get out Kevin the Brick, the style of brick matches exactly, as does Mm. the style of the writing. Oh my god, Kevin's time has come. <laughs> I'm not giving Kevin up. Kevin's mine. <laughs> um, but yes, the kid Kevin, Kevin, if I remember correctly, is the one you took from uh, from uh, Kevin Nagash. Yes, the style of brick is the style of brick perfectly As if matches Kevin's that, come back. Um, albeit with an unknown amount of times of age. Uh, here though the bricks off being freshly made um, Kevin's family <laughs> <laughs> you do see um, figures wandering past small uh, clay uh, mound like sort of almost small pillars of, uh, of built bricks uh, and you see these bricks all have writing in them and have been made of the and these pillars are made of written bricks assembled together and upon them has been placed um, a uh, upon them someone has placed uh, a simple 
uh, quite small to preserve the valuable metal image of a bearded figure of a bearded face in silver do we recognize the face you recognize this face from me specifically from a vision of the past when when you once witnessed um you once witnessed a woman wearing a fake silver beard um, presiding in front of the altar where the seven skulls were found. And behind her at the time was an, it was an image of a bearded figure, of a bearded face, a smiling face, half in silver and half of some black, of black stone. To save me figuring out how to say that, I relay this, if that's yes. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you relay recognizing so you, you know this as well. <laughs> so is it like Ellison and Kabir and the Gash have just collided at speed and that's and this is the result? Mm, I don't I know. Mean, that is some freaky shit, says Victory. I this is sorry, this has just never come up in any of the stories you told me, so yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Um, also, um, what was that thing at the top of the pyramid? It looks the like it's adamantine, but the going. amount of adamantine you'd need for that is... Mm. Well, the other one had a creepy old cat, didn't it? Yeah. Now, had... important thing, is this exactly that one, or is it a one like it? Because uh, yeah, As far as you can tell, sound? it's the same one. Yeah. So it, it had that thing at the top. The spirits didn't want to go in. Um, mm. I don't think I could go in that these days. Just throwing that out there. This is a potential hazard because uh, yeah, that, I think we got away with it back then, but I don't think it'd work now, would it? I look at the rainbow spirit. Rainbow spirit looks sort of twists in a sort of like. Yeah. I wouldn't go near it now. Kind <laughs> of feeling. What about you and? Calls in terms of the octopus. Octopus shrugs. It's not quite it's, the same for you two, is it? It's weird. It's it's similar, but not quite the same. Hmm. Not. I get the feeling that I'm. This place isn't for me, but I'm not as unwelcome. Right. So it's it's some sort of forbiddance. But it doesn't affect all spirits equally. I mean, I think the, the problem that I see is that we're basically the same thing these days. Hmm. I mean, kind of, kind of, right? I mean, I, the, the rainbow spirit kind of thinks about this and sort of wobbles in an affirmative manner. Yeah, that, that's we're pretty, we're pretty. We're pretty close, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're all hey. in my veins and stuff. And yeah. Like, whatever your equivalent of veins <laughs> is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, great and useful, but yeah, you cannot go somewhere that, that the rainbow can't if it's nah. in your veins. That's gone now, yeah. <laughs> that, mm. that whole thing where we could be separate is not, yeah. It's nice. But yeah, um, I thought it was one of my first thoughts thinking about that pyramid again. I thought I should say it out loud, like yeah, a, like good, an good, adult. Good, good to say. Um, yeah. Um, well, let's hope we don't need to go there. But... Yeah, where are oh, we going? Cassandra? 
You look around. Yeah, there is no Cass- you like you don't. You, Cassandra is not standing with you. Um, right. Uh, yeah. This. I mean, uh, well, it might be a bit simplistic, but I could try sending to her. That's not a terrible idea, actually. Let's have a quick look. I mean, let's just check. We can't see. Let's look first. Yeah, right. yeah let's, let's, let's actually do it. Uh, but yeah. otherwise, let's do that. Yeah, if uh, one of you would like to lead a check to search for I have a question. Yes. The woman in the fake silver beard, was it Cassandra? Uh, the woman in the fake silver beard, from memory, was from human. The vision. Oh, human. Yeah. Not enough. Not Cassandra. Also, it occurred to me. <laughs> no, good, good um, idea. So what we do, we're, we're looking for her. Yep. Would that yep. be investigation? It certainly can be if you'd like to lead that. How do, I mean, unless anyone we else has help you. No, if it's investigation, yeah, you should do it. Awesome. I assume you're all helping, so. Yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. Trying to account. Fucking asshole dice today, gang. Oh god. Um, I mean, it's a seventeen, so it's not the worst, but yeah, not terrible. But scamp, you're getting a tingling yeah. feeling. Yep. I'll do the thing. Plus two. Okay. Alf, uh, just as you're trying, you're looking around, and it's taking you a few minutes, you're starting to kind of get the feeling that maybe she's not here, when, uh, Scam, you accidentally stub your toe. Uh, Ow! On, Wait, uh, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> stub your stub your hoof um, on Aww. a little bit, or uh, uh, like you know, kind of the the soft ankly bit uh, on a uh, on a stall. Um, the ta- the table, which is basically just a blank a bit of board, uh, slides, and a bunch of um, uh, half made like you know, <coughs> half made but not yet baked bricks slide off. Uh, to the sort of <laughs> sound, you get a very annoyed look Sorry. from the halfling managing the stall. Um, but you do hear someone call out, wait, what's that? And you t- look, turn and see, drawn by the sound, um, is Cassandra. She looks similar to how she did before. The same body. She's still got the body armor and helmet, but she hasn't got the bandolier yet. Um, and her wands are instead tucked into a belt, still in the same green dress. And as she, she seems to focus in on the four of you in a way that no one else does, or seems to recognize that you're not dressed the way you should be. Uh, and quickly uh, advances towards you. I, are you real? Are, yes. yes. Is this now? Yeah. Definitely yeah. real, Cassandra. Yes. Um. So, she looks at the pair of uh, uh, at Victory and Scamp. Are either of you me? I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't know. I think we established no. You said yeah, no. I think we, we think not. Damn it, I was hoping. I'd hope I finally made it here again, that it might be time. But. But. But we might be this time. We maybe. How many times have you. You've met me? Twice. Yes. This is the third. You look familiar. I feel like. I feel. Like I might have met you. A long time ago. 
Um, you have me at disadvantage. Uh, Cassandra. Corson Horace. Scamp. Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet you. Um, Again. Victory. Um, console. He, uh, he's he's a captain, not a first mate. If that makes a difference. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice mm-hmm. to know that. You haven't met us before, have you? As um, far as you're concerned. I feel like you look vaguely familiar. Okay, but... you knew everything about us last time. Um... Uh, okay, so that yeah, would be. Yeah, there was so much you you were trying not to say. But we did you only said... very briefly meet you the first time, so maybe that one was before. And you're half remembering because it was just a quick moment? Maybe. Okay. If you've just got here, we might have a little time. They... They some... When I'm... When I first... Come together, it's... It takes a while for the... For for everything to get hostile. Does it always get hostile? Yes. Do you consistently pop up somewhere and wait a bit and then run that's sort of until I come together yes that's sort of how it works that's exhausting um we probably have a little time though I can ask I, I can answer some questions yes you said you might yes. this time round um, we've got a few that are definitely not written down on a phone over the break uh, it Give was me definitely a sent to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, have... No, no, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was doing it. No, this isn't happening. It, it is. Uh, You've sent them to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Well, I hope I get better at this in the future. Um, um, we kept asking us to ask you again later. Yes. And you're that... the seer. I think we've answered that question. Yeah. Yes. Um, I am. Cass- My name's Cassandra, but they they would also call me Phoebe, the seer. Um, Phoebe. Are you, well, Phoebe. Okay. Uh, nice to meet you. Hello. Hi. Thanks. I prefer uh, Cassandra because that's my name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My, like okay. how Scamp and Victory. Cool. Yes. That makes sense. Um, I mean, one of the one of the questions we had was how is all how is this happening? Yeah. Okay. What's causing uh, all this? Uh, the short answer is that I am, but uh, the long longer answer is. Um, have the pair of you figured out who you are yet? No. Okay. Um, Any ideas? I, I we know need some to, we're not. I'd need to see you get to know you a bit more. Cool. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, we can give you a list of the people they aren't, if that narrows it down at all. There's 12 of us. It, it would take a while. And yeah, there's other things priorities, yeah. Okay. Um... The important thing, uh, I, I guess the thing is that uh, you've probably noticed, uh, because there's two of you, in fact, mm. you should have noticed this, and you'll notice this by looking at the others, that we usually have something special about us individually, something that we can do that the others can't, or that we lean a certain way. Um... I sort of have two things that are one thing. I can see and don't get if you if you get it right, you can see anywhere now that isn't hidden. Um, that's a power all of us could have. I can see 
everything and use that to make some very good guesses about what has been and what might be. Um, it's more complex than that, but I, I, but I shouldn't give you a full explanation of, of quantum mechanics. That would take a very long time. Now, yeah, um, I did it with a snooker tape one last one, actually. It was kind of cool. I should remember that. Mm. that. Yeah, I can see how I would do that. I don't fully understand all of the aspects of it because the furthest I've been able to see, they haven't figured it all out yet. How far is uh, that? Yeah. The furthest I could... The furthest I was able to see that I remember seeing from previous times I've been able to predict was the mid to latter what calendar are you using? Uh, re Regency. Uh, Regency. If that's okay. 21st century. Right. It could go further, but that's the furthest I've been able to see before the world ends. Alright. Okay. Okay. Um, we are trying to fix that, if that helps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The date changes. Yeah, it's... we know. Good. Well, the thing is, that's one half of what I can do. The other thing I can do is I can create... I would use the term simulacra. Others call them echoes. Um, you can all of us can learn how to do this with ourselves I can make things and creatures and people that I have seen and I can see the future and the past hmm. right Okay. When you find your win, it will take years to develop the skill, but you will be able, within your wing of the Sirius Citadel, you can shape it with... eventually to a point where it becomes reflexive. You can build... you can change... you can use your magic to change how things work to... Pr make spells easier for you to cast. Make it easier for you to flex your power. I filled this place with me. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. The point is that I built this place so that I could visualize, conjure up, and interact with what could be and what was. So is that what's caused all of this weird mishmash of everything happening at once? Yes. We, everything here is physical. Celestia, you check your pocket. You still have the cigarettes. Mm. Anything that you pick up here... I have made. If you've got it when you leave, it will come with you. Okay. Good to know. It is, it is in the now. Um, 
but it's all but I am the one making it and the reason it's broken is because I'm functionally broken before uh, for want of a better word the real me the the singular me the me that did not come from this place um, Phoebe uh before the original Cassandra left, she wanted to try and see more. To Not to see more, but to process more of what she could see. And my skill is to create simulacra, right. to make echoes. I made dozens of copies of myself so that we could shoulder the load, um, perceive more, uh, process more, see what might be or what was, and shape it. But we break apart, we, we desynchronize. It's hard for us to stay together. And that means that what we see and what we make can go rogue. Only and that's this. Yes, only some of us, um, usually about three at a time, can make it, as it were, to the foreground rather than the background. Mm. Uh, I'm, uh, and we're influenced by the bits of the predictions and the memory and the recall that we saw so my knowledge of what might be and even what has been is only as accurate as when i last came together to make a prediction the future any futures you may have seen may not come to pass they were only the most likely one at the time when I last could predict. Right. Okay. I mean, it's how the eye works, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's changed from... Yes. Are you connected to that at all? We were going to ask, actually. No. Do you have one? Yes. The eye of the storm... I've never held one. I've 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 stayed away from I've stayed away from the attention it draws. The eye of the storm is one way to solve the problem of seeing too much, seeing all the futures that could be. It narrows your vision to just the most likely. That makes sense. But it blinds you to the edge cases. Mm. It blinds mm. you to the less likely options. And it taps into someone who can process things more than I can. Who has enough mind to do what dozens of me couldn't. 
you are seeing through her eye. Kraken. She nods. And mm. that means you are... And that both gives you clarity and power and it, and your perception is filtered by hers. Mm, so it's a biased future. Like, like filtered by her opinion, in a way. By the way she views the world. Exactly. Does that make sense? Like, but if she decides yeah. which one is most likely, then we're going to get a slightly biased future vision. Or right? is it more like if you're looking at the world I through think... a, a pane of smoked glass, it's going to be slightly distorted? You're, as far as I can guess, you're both right. There is that it is the 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 future that you see through the eye is very much subject to her her own perception of how the world works, and she is active about defending the future as she sees it. And that's where the antagonist that's where the antagonism comes from the hostility hmm. I predict I try there are parts of me that try to predict or that remember when she sent agents against me or manipulated things to come for me but they're twisted by my perceptions there are enemies that come for me that she doesn't have access to or that all that i fought against or that could be my enemies and they hunt me they are an unwanted obstacle in the path of getting together and my perception is limited too i can't see the pieces that are needed to put me back together because they are outside of this, she gestures around. Mm. Not to mention blind spots. I can't see into any of the other wings. I can only see the parts of Calcinia as it is now in the parts that are not hidden and here. Mm. Okay. So, being able to... Um perceive the flow of time in some ways. Is that what makes you a threat to the Kraken? I'm the only other figure that can do what she can do. Mm. Mm. She doesn't like that. My view of the future is biased by my perceptions. But my bias is different to hers. We've got different goals, different values, different... Um, Experiences. Yes. Look, so many things. And I'm also... But, yeah. but I don't know where I am. Um, if... What year is it now? 
in the Regency calendar. 1798. Where we came from, anyway. Yeah, as are you. Okay. I was... When I, when I st- set foot in here, my original, the, the first me, Tyre was still, had yet to produce the first, its first empress. Shit. Wow. We, to my knowledge, no other instance of me has made it back here in that time. I don't know what that means. It could mean that none of the later me's have found this place. That there are dangers in getting here and the signs are not always clear. It could be that they simply die or go insane too early in life. I did not have an easy early life. Hmm. Seeing too much. She shakes her head. I would have died by now. Even as an elf. Unless I found one of the ways to extend my life. I'm sorry. There are means... Oh, there's a stone thing, isn't there? ...that I do not know. Holy grail. But others do. There are... Yes, um... The... There are some some legendary ways of extending your life that anyone can do. Sorcerers, I believe, can do can find other ways. There is a way for a sorcerer to live long beyond their means, their their days. And for an elf, even something like a if I could extend my life even fivefold, I might still be alive. It's hmm. something, I suppose. But I don't know. Because I can't... I hid myself from the sight of others. Hmm. And she just is round. None of me here can see me. Mm. I have uh, an ability that allows me to, within a certain range, um, locate people. If I'm familiar with you here now, and I were to try and find another iteration of you, do you think it would be possible? Only within this wing? Mm. And And there should only be one of you here. If that, I, you're, you are tapping into, for want of a better word, a framework that exists around the world mm. that lets one see further. 
Hmm. All who see at a distance do this. When I am together, I can see the whole of it. Do you, Even if only for an instance. Do you want us to help you get back together? I think that's what we've been trying to do. Yes, yeah. you need to bring um, me back together so I can show you the way on. And if, it um, will allow me to predict again, if only for a moment. And I will be able to see accurately. If you were, like, still alive back in our place, if we tried to send to you, would it go through? Would no. it work? Or if it were, I would not answer. I shielded myself from these things. There are certain sanctums one can create. Mm. Mm-hmm. When we met you before, you ask just to ask you this again but you know about the uh, the Isle of Storm do you know like we have one but we know there's more than that how there many are, are there seven. Oh, seven seven fuck of course there's seven it's always seven <sighs> isn't it most lie Ugh. in the hands of her servants so we've got hmm. three we don't know about the reapers might have three not Reapers, Reavers. I'm Reavers. sorry, we've been talking about the Reapers ball at LARP today. <laughs> our brain yeah. is. The Reavers probably have three then, don't they? Well, yeah. Fuck. Probably. Well, and you can't use fucked. one to look at another. Uh, it went weird when I did that before, didn't it? <laughs> mm. It's an area I've... I can't tell you. I didn't look into this on purpose. Can I ask so you a question? So, did the Kraken create them? Sorry, go on. Oh, you, you go first, it's okay. Well, did did the Kraken create these eyes then, or what were they shoes. just... Uh, and if so, what for? We're reaching... We're, we're wandering into the realm of things I just don't know the answers to, I'm sorry. I, it's very, um, I can't look at the Kraken. I have a non-Kraken-related question. Um... When we were in the big... Do, do you know the big tuby thing in the sky above Calcinia with the, the, the fake sky painted on it and the... in the stars? It sounds like you're describing a... a sort of... space station? Yeah. Yep. That has a name. Right. Um, so is... Why is it, why is it called that? Oh, That's a, not my question. It's a station that it, it it remains stationary, and it is in the space of, beyond uh, the world. Right, space, a name. Great. Anyway, um, when we were there, which I don't know what fucking century we we're in by that point, because fucking hell. But um, when people died, spirits came out of them. Is that because of you, or is that a thing that starts happening in the future? Because I just, I would like to know. That's me. Okay, great. Every, uh, every creature you see here is a simulacrum. They're not dissimilar in nature to, um, that cockroach. 
Right. Marjorie. Oh, that makes that sense. That makes sense. Cool. Marjorie's antennae wiggle. Neither of us have told Scamp that Marjorie is no. We just never mentioned it. No. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I'm going to let that hang. Huh. I'm not entirely sure Scamp's put it together. Really? No, <laughs> oh, well, I'm sitting here hoping they haven't, to be honest, because I don't want to have that chance. We've. Maybe not. Just Time is running out. might be thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they might have sown the seeds for it later, which is fun. We need to, we need to get moving. Look around for anything that stands out. Anything broken, yeah. Broken or incomplete, though it may not seem so at first. Um, a couple of buildings that were incomplete, but I don't think it's that. Mm. You look around for a moment. Victory points to something. I mean, it's not incomplete, but like it's tiny. Um, she points to uh, the fallen set of bricks, mm. and you can see connected. Uh, she points to Kevin's them. backstory, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, near a brick that looks suspiciously like uh, Kevin. The uh, Kevin lore drop we've all been waiting for. <laughs> uh, on its side is a palm sized obelisk of white stone. Kind of like a pyramid with a triangular base, taller than it is wide. It doesn't look it, it doesn't look too out of place apart from the fact that it's one of the few triangles here outside of the pyramid. Mm. Huh. What did the top of the pyramid look like last time? The scary spirit thing was that white? Uh, pretty much. Uh, uh, no, it's it's uh, adamantine, so mottled. It was the same material. I couldn't remember if the top was different yeah. or not. The, the mm. white stone is common here, though, but this one seems particularly well made. Mm. And, like, very clean edges. I mean, that's a good bit. Should go and have a look. Let's try. Who wants to pick it up? Not me, weirdly. A bit I'll wary. touch it. As you pick it up, you hear, Scamp, a low, pure note. Like that of a low C on a piano, but stretched out indefinitely. Hmm. And you, you can f- hear that uh, sound leading you towards uh, what looks almost like the, the side of one of these low houses. There is like basically like a hole, um, like, like a trapdoor type hole that looks like a doorway to a house dug under the ground. Huh. I think we need to go that way. Right. Either right. way. Yeah. You step down, you follow these little steps uh, down into the hole and open a door and hear the crashing of waves uh, in your ears. The tang of salt is strong in the air. The sun is high above, approaching noon and passing quickly. You're still in a city, um, but clearly different in its nature. Uh, the sea sprays against black rocks and bright clinging grasses, while floating piers tied by grass ropes connect driftwood and hide huts built on stilts over the water. Simple dugout boats and woven nets are anchored to the piers, or dredged up on beaches of black sand. There must be 
hundreds of these huts scattered throughout the smaller rocky outcroppings leading up towards a central aisle on which you can see a tower stands half built from blocks of black stone reaching up towards the sky and around you humans are busying themselves in baggy shirts and trousers tied at the knees mending nets and carrying loads while Sawagin swim up to meet them and speak with them wearing out clothing in the accoutrements closer to what you're used to crude jewelry of shark teeth pearls the occasional band of gold not the relative finery of the attack squad that you saw before you can see that the humans and the Sawagin chatter to one another, trading captive squid, shellfish and pearls for sealed clay jars or beaten copper and stone tools. Others sit beside drawn-out squares of hide stretched on reed frames, and they seem to be charting the skies with charcoal fragments or thoughtfully flicking abacuses carved from coral beads. What is this? Cassandra frowns. Before my time. Wow. Am I still able to understand the language the Sahuagin are speaking? Uh, yes, they, 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 they are indeed speaking a um, familiar tongue. Uh, for, like a, you know, a slightly weird dialect, probably a few hundred years out, but um, definitely recognisable. And they mostly... The, the topics of the conversation are unexpectedly civilized for what you're expecting uh most of the samagin tongue that you're aware of is concerned with hunting or raiding or um i'm trying to remember the the accent that the samagin we heard speaking had sort of like this i think yeah Um, that was it no the ones that were weirdly (laughs) posh Oh yes, that was it. It was I am a baron. Yeah, that was yeah. There we go. You gave him a stupid name. It was really yes. fun. Alhan and Bari. Nah, yeah. I was going to say it was Bari. Alhan and Bari. Yeah. The barons. <laughs> yes. Um, so yes, I suppose. So can you can imagine them talking like this? Ah oh, yes. <laughs> and they, the, the the topics of discussion. Uh, you kind of work out from context are largely focused around trade or fishing currents or mathematics uh you see three samagin talking with a pair of humans uh, discussing as far as you can tell uh philosophy like one of the samagin is, is saying but what if all the world everything we observe are like Shadows filtering down from uh, through this uh, through the sea and casting on the sea floor, and okay, okay. and we're actually see okay. everything we see mm. is just those shadows, and there are real things that we can't perceive because they're above the water. <laughs> that that one reminds me of John Paul Savat. <laughs> um, you can. Feel the sort of tone leading you in the direction of uh, 
of a set of um, of one of the sort of fisheries places where they're bringing out nets of fish. Uh, as you make your way through, however, there is a sudden uh, sound that uh, is immediately familiar to you all. Uh, it is, but faster, as rapid as you heard during our assault. Uh, and it is the sudden of rifle fire. Mm. Um, you glunt, your eyes like flick to one side, pause and accepting, and mm-hmm. you can see uh, suddenly a cadre of Yonti stepping out from between the um, uh, from between the the huts. These aren't dressed in the style that you've seen before, though. They are wearing black padded uniform. They have uniforms with padded clothing and helmets not unlike those that Cassandra is wearing. Mm. They are wielding rifles not dissimilar to the grey uniform dragonborn from before, uh, but with strange boxier designs. Uh, mm. As the people, uh, uh, as the humans and Sawagin start screaming and running and swimming uh, under their advance, you see three of these Yonti stand out. Partly because, uh, and part of that is because the parts of their bodies appear to be strangely, <coughs> pardon me, strangely silvery, as if they mm. were made from silver or steel. And partly because of what they're carrying. One is wielding a rifle with a peculiar glass barrel. Another appears to be carrying a beautiful curved blade uh, whose edge is glowing softly. And the third is apparently unarmed, but their eyes are silver and glowing with green light from their pupils. Well, hate this. Time to go. Anyone yeah, else? we need to find some things and get out of here. Yeah, where, where are we going? You can see um, that the there is a fishery um, that you, that is where the, the song is going towards. But you're either going to need to go around the edge of the coast, uh, of this sort of curving beach, uh, past several buildings and streets that are now... Uh, being f- uh, filled with these rifle-wielding yonti, or you're going to need to get across the water. Uh, there are series that uh, I uh, through whatever means there, which will, but which could potentially leave you very exposed, uh, depending on how you cross it. Okay. I think we've got to get around them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. weapons look like they're um, more Bad than news. a match for anything we can uh, You watch as one of the, uh, some of the Sawagin grab tridents and try to advance on them. The one, uh, and you watch as the one carrying the beautiful curved blade tilts her head and there's a moment of in which she seems to blur and stretch for an instance. And she stood suddenly behind, on the other side of the three uh, Sawagin, all of whom fall into pieces. 
like they've been sliced, uh, uh, like their limbs have been sliced off. Oh dear. Um, a question, how far away is this group of Yanti? I'm going to say that they're probably about 60 feet away. Oh, banging. With your target uh, probably being close to uh, 120 feet across the bay. Um, I mean, I might, um, Rainbow Spirit turns into a gas, I breathe in. I'm going to chuck a confusion, um, trying to make sure to get the, the, the big three in it. Okay. Um, uh, and as you... And as the uh, the blast carries out, you catch the three of them. You also catch some of the other... Um, I'd like to get as many rifle other ones as possible. Yeah. Some of whom sort of seem confused and turn and fire at civilians, at each other, um, with these strange boxy rifles uh, which put, put out even more uh, put, seem to put out bullets at similar rates to that strange sort of machined gun atop, uh, atop the, uh, the the land ships that you saw okay. and uh, seemingly have a great many uh, rounds in them the three in the centre however um, as you catch them I'm going to say, actually, because I did say that the one with the sword had moved. So she's out of range, but you do catch the other... Uh, but but it's just behind watched. some people who came at her, though, right? Well, uh, She... I'm going to say, for context, she moved, like, 100 feet in an instant. Um, but right, you do catch the other two. So they are effectively out of the picture. As you watch, one of them, the one with the glass-barreled rifle... He hisses in rage, turns it on uh, a nearby uh, set of uh, riflemen, and fires a beam of light out of the end, which vaporizes the Yonti in front of him. Oh, fuck. Um, the third one, with the silver eyes, the glowing green light heightens, and they turn, and you see them stretch one arm out... Um, actually I'm going to say yeah no they turn and they grab their thumb on one hand with the others and seem to pull away the nail and you see a glowing sort of whip extend out and they slash it around this ludicrously impossibly thin glowing whip that uh, as it goes through several yaunty and several civilians nearby just they fall apart like they've been sliced in two. Mm. Celestia freezes, um, so enjoy that. <laughs> Celestia having frozen, uh, whoever wants to lead the skill check out though to, to proceed onwards with this distraction uh, gets advantage from the uh, confusion. So okay, it's going to be. Think- I mean, can we yeah. try sneaking? So, because I don't know if they've specifically seen us yet. Okay, roll stealth. stealth. Can we try and follow uh, the thing? Yeah, One of you lead, ro- can roll lead a stealth check, please. Okay. okay. And how, how stealthy is Corzon? Reasonably. Like, um, plus five. Ah, oh, plus seven. <laughs> yeah, you lead it. Okay. Ugh. Okay. Oh, they both end up being the same. That is a dirty 20. Okay, you scramble um, through the buildings using cover. Uh, 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 through between buildings, you 
uh, leap into the water at one point where there's a gap, uh, swim under, <laughs> sort of like carry on, dragging Celestia after you. Just, just cocks out for a sec. As <laughs> everything descends into chaos, the woman with the blade seeming to zip place to place, the uh, one with the, with the strange glowing rifle firing at everyone. There's one moment where you glance back and you see the one with the silvery eyes um, lets the the glowing whip collapse back into their thumb and instead extends a silvery arm at someone running away and you watch as her hand just disassembles, breaks apart and seems to transform into a barrel from which a small silvery rocket fires out and then explodes uh, taking Ah. out a building. Cassandra this book. Mm-hmm. Um, as you Stay down. surface again, you scramble into the fishery and you can see on a uh, board nearby is a ring of 12 white stone blocks joined by a circular stone base. They're arranged in like a little circle in the space standing up. Um, like Almost like dominoes that have been arranged in a weird circle. Mm. In the centre of that base is a triangular slot. Uh, who wants to grab it? Uh, I will. Okay, as you grab it, you hear a pure mid-range note, like that of a middle E played in a glass glockenspiel stretched out into infinity, and you hear it coming from the water right next to the pier. Are these, like, another form of, uh, timekeeping device? We'll find out. Where's it going? Uh, over there, by the pier. You leap into the water and with a you emerge um, coughing and spluttering. The sky above is red and gold. The sun hurtling down towards the distant waves in the west. The water washes you up uh, onto a shore of Clean white sand. Simple huts of timber and reeds stand further up the beach where it turns to grass and solid ground, and you can see humans tending to nets, dressed in kind of Meadmere-ish esque clothing with hints akin to those you last saw at Werrick's watch, if they were from a style about a thousand years in prior. Cherry trees right. in blossom. And as the wind blows, soft pink petals float through the air. High hills rise up, not far in the distance, showing the signs of terracing. And numerous small lights and thin plumes of smoke are visible among them in the dwindling daylight. Somewhere amid the village, you can hear the sounds of communal festivity, and you see a plume of smoke rising from up ahead. And it is in that direction that the note is leading you. Alright, I think we've got to, um, given where we just came from, let's uh, uh, pick our way carefully through here, but... Onward. Yeah. Sure. Yonder. And Corsin will point in the the direction. It doesn't take you long for you to, to reach the centre of the village. You can see that people are gathered round, cheerfully drinking, uh, or talking, or eating, uh, mostly fish. 
and in the centre of the village there's a squat pillar of stone with a simple stone guard around it and a fire that you have a feeling from the way people bring it is always kept lit. There are carvings drawn in, uh, uh, made into the stone depicting lizards, birds, flames and something that might be a dragon if you've never seen a real dragon and you worked at one, the, the idea of one straight from your imagination. Uh, it's like all those uh, old um, depictions of uh, animals before people actually knew what some an- animals looked like. Mm. Oh. Or like depictions of surface animals drawn by people who've only been underground. They get really I can dumb. only imagine. Yeah, what must they think like dogs or cats look like? I had some pretty weird ideas before I went upstairs. Hmm. As the cheerful... You get the sense that, again, you can hear coming from somewhere in this crowd, um, or somewhere in this sort of thickly pressed celebration, there is what you are looking for. Near the centre, but the people are currently quite pressed in to get there. Uh, Cousin, I'll say you noticed this though. Mm. They don't make as big a splash as previously, but you notice someone else here who does not belong. Mm. Muscling their way through the crowd, peering around, you see a dwarf with a waxed beard in a steel ring, wearing a sleeveless leather trench coat. They have mm. a mohawk. Uh, the head shaved at the sides and you can see the reaching up onto the sides of his head and all down his arms are glowing tattoos and small complex silvery elements I want a sleeveless leather trench coat is that <laughs> alright I'm going to approach cautiously uh, why d- d- just Does this this individual look like they are also trying to hide? This will be the other people that are trying Uh, to harm us. (laughs) Roll an insight check. Okay. Um. (laughs) That is nine total. It's hard to work out what their exact intent is, because they're not immediately attacking anyone, but you do notice they gesture with their hands... And one of the tattoos flashes for a moment and then grows dark. Um, and you see them turn and focus and start moving in the direction of your group. Uh, interestingly, you do not see any spirits or anything. This, okay. this, uh, but there is definitely magic happening. That's weird. Right. Um, where are we going? <laughs> let's go. Yeah, which way? Which way? Let's go follow the things. You're yeah. You can see, Continuing you can feel on. that it's in the centre of this crowd, but the crowd is very thick. Uh, and in fact, is the main obstacle between the dwarf reaching you immediately, uh, and also the main obstacle with you getting to the centre of the crowd. I have an idea. Go um, on. I'm going to use prestidigitation to make us smell real bad, like dung, like really bad, mouldy, mouldy, sad dung and I, fish. I would like an. In- an intimidation check for me, please. Okay. okay. If you want to get through the crowd quickly, like oh, I God, mean, I it, it's effective. It's subtler than 
throwing them all aside with wind. I'll give them fuck. Yep. <laughs> this will yep. work too. Um, what was it? Intimidation. Yep. Thirty-two. Wow. That is as the, as the rancid whiff extends in the air in front of you, of eternal stench. The crowd very <laughs> quickly starts to like make uh, get out of the way, and you can see as the dwarf is like actually starts to struggle a little. You can see him hurriedly casting a few more spells. Some sort of shadowy blade kind of starts to extend out of his hand, but he's now just struggling with trying to get anywhere through. Um, his eyes begin to like twist and rotate in curious ways. He realizes silvery irises, like the uh, like the woman with the whip from before. But yeah, no, I'm no get this you description just, off you. I need to draw him. Some yeah, water. you just hurl straight through. Uh, and you find beneath the stone uh, pillar is a white stone sphere, truncated at one end by a circular slot with a flat base. Celestia, as you pick it up, you can hear a pure high-range note, like that of a high G played on a violin with an endless bowstring. And you can hear that note coming from the fire. Hmm. Are we going in the fire, folks? Um, I mean, if we are, let me go first. I've got to try sticking them in all in the fire, then. Okay. Yeah, probably best, actually. Yep. As you step into the... As you step forward... Actually, and we, I'm resistant as well. Yep, days, and reach now into the fire. Keep your waistcoat. You see... Yeah, but you've got trauma, so... Yeah, the world flashes for a moment uh, with heat and light... And you find yourself out of the fire and into... Frying pan! No way. The dark. <laughs> you look up to see, as your vision adjusts, a roof of low natural stone. Your first instinct for a moment is that you're back in the underdark, but then your eyes catch colour in the stone. That is a point. And... Uh, do my eyes catch colour yet? Uh, and indeed, I would say that by... Sorry, I forgot to actually do, mention this. I completely your forgot. Eyes, well. Your eyes re- regained colour as soon as you went... Uh, as you as you came into the ancient city. So okay. as, soon as, the, okay. as soon as the space adventure finished. Oh, you saw space, not in yeah. colour. That's so sad. Uh, <laughs> I actually meant to... I forgot to say it, but actually your eyes should have... Your colour sense should have come back as soon as you saw Calcinia from above. Um, oh. so I was busy jumping. Yeah, but you can see that you do catch colour in the stone. You realise that the light is low, it is not absent. You turn around to find you are not in a deep cave, but a shallow one. More like a space between two rock shelves on the edge of a mountain. You can see beneath a starlit sky the distant peaks of other mountains in a range. Rolling woods and plains down below and treacherous trails leading up to this shelf. Ominous winged creatures make dark shapes flitting across the stars, looking for meals on the plains below. Yet this shelter is clearly inhabited. Simple blocks of cut and smoothed stone have been piled up and mortared along the shelf's edge, creating barriers against the wind and cold, and also doorways and windows, no doubt too small for those giant winged beasts to make use of. People are sheltering around fireplaces, ringed by more cut stone blocked blocks. Dark-skinned, bearded halflings 
dressed in well-sewn cloaks and cotton tunics of a style unfamiliar to you, but which seems vaguely West Haldanic. Hmm. With the settlement wall, there seems to be less need for individual housing, but you do see simple low walls or even posts of cut and decorated stone demarcating different family groups. Listening to the hum, to the sort of tones, you can feel that, you can hear that towards the back of the shelf, there's a dark, natural passage that leads deeper down, further away from the settlement. And that is where you must go. Uh, so... You, where are we headed? Uh, so yeah, you are you are currently in a sort of narrow, a shallow natural cave that has been has worked stone in it and is clearly part of some sort of settlement of bearded halflings. Mm. I gotta get okay. further down. Yeah, Celestia gets real weird. <laughs> All right, we've had a whip That's flames and a tunnel go. in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have to. Yeah, um, it's not a real tunnel. I don't know if that yeah, makes it. Doesn't it. make any fucking difference. No, it doesn't uh, really, does it? Because no. you know, it wasn't a real dragon, but it totally was. You know. Yeah, we yeah. have just gotta get on with it. To be honest. Yeah, let's just let's do the thing. Not fond of caves. No, no. Ooh. Sorry. All right, let's move on then. You begin making your way down the natural passage. Uh, it is it is not worked. This is a kind of slippery limestone passage. Uh, it gets narrow at points. It gets difficult to maneuver. Uh, and even moving down it slowly at first, it is quite tricky to find your footing. And it gets a, a, trick, a, a trickiness that is not aided by the sudden flash of red light, light from above. You peer up to where to the top, uh, to the entrance, and you can now see uh, floating up to the, to the entryway is what appears to be a metal orb of dark, of some sort of dark metal surrounded by floating metallic shells and steely elements that seem to unfold and reconfigure themselves as it moves. The orb has an ominous red strip of glass that encircles it uh, along its sort of uh, 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 its sort of equator for want of a better word and there are multiple glowing red lights roving around it, focusing uh, and you notice that they start focusing on. Uh, one of them seems to fo- uh, to notice you, and the others move round like mobile eyes. The, Where the hell's that from? Uh, regardless of whether that you choose to fight or flee or whatever else, I'm going to ask you to quickly roll initiative. Just. Okay. Uh, just uh, just to to get so that people have an order in which they can take actions. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> one. <laughs> Celestia is not triggered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. For the record, that word will never once be used in the superfluous dickhead on the internet where on this podcast. <laughs> um. Yep. This is this is the legitimate medical meaning. <laughs> okay. So, uh, causing. I'm going to say for the purposes of this that at this particular moment the orb is kind of 30 feet above you and the passageway is continuing down. It is tricky. It is slippery. Um, a, a slippery limestone. And it's a pretty solid like path between you and it. Um, how do you want to react to this situation? Okay, so is it looking like directly at me or at all of the uh, all of us collectively uh it has tilted down and you can see that three of its glowy red points are in fact five of its glowy red points are focused in your direction and you would say that one of them definitely feels like it's got it like it's looking at you okay um you're not the only one with multiple eyes in this scenario yeah, fair. Okay. We've all got multiple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> High multiple. Victory uh, does. Victory. Oh no, victory like, doesn't. As you, as you, as you, as you sort of. I mean, it's a multiple of one. Yeah. As you start to lose, victory like glances up over, <laughs> like as if she can hear you thinking this. Glances over for a moment with her eye patch. Oh, Victor. <laughs> okay, Corson is going to uh, keep an eye on the thing, but he's going to say to Erskamp, can you make it dark around that thing while we just rush? Yeah. Okay. Do it. Uh, so what? So you say that. What do you do, Corson? Okay, uh, Corson is going to... Uh, Celestia's still leading the way, right? No. Oh, Okay. I am not leading the way in this scary cave where I'm triggered. I'm in the middle because yeah, I don't want to be left behind Yeah, you are in the middle being pushed, either. kind of like, encouraged by the people behind. Yeah. Okay. I am rather unhelpful at this second. Yeah. It, right, there's an cool. element of autopilot happening. There's a dead behind sure, the eyes. Yeah, it's okay. like, it's going along with it, but isn't coming up with yeah. new ideas right now. Okay. Well, we... We have a direction, so... Um, Corson is going to start moving in that direction, but only will start moving when uh, Scamp casts Darkness. Okay. You, over hold, you hold and then we'll make your movement yep. as that goes. Alright, the next one up is the orb. The orb focuses its um, uh, the orb focuses its uh, its five eyes uh, on, your, uh, on you. Uh, mm-hmm. And the air becomes strangely charged. One of the peculiar metallic uh, steely elements unfolds and reconfigures into what you are pretty sure is a gun. Uh, right. With a series of, uh, of sharp cracks, uh, it fires shots uh, at each of you. Uh and everyone uh, basically gets hit. Okay. Uh, you each uh, uh, just run that. 
I'm going to average out because for the purposes of this, uh, you each take 24 damage. Uh, this is piercing damage. Well, percussive damage. Uh, as from the hail of shots that descends down. Uh, Scamp, you're up next. Can I hellish oh, rebuke Because I, I never remember to do that these days. Because I Ooh, never have a good idea. Okay, yes. As the as it impacts and the orb begins to slowly float down in your direction, I'm going to say getting about uh, within ten feet of the of the of the person at the back, which I'm going to say is victory. Uh, you move to hellish uh, to to hellish rebuke. You feel the magic. Ow! Uh, you you as you you kind of reach to that instinctive. Uh, tiefling magic and find nothing there. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. That's a problem. Yep, the orb is now ten feet from victory. Uh, who's the person at the back, I'm going to say. Uh, Scamp, what do you want to do? I can't cast darkness then. That's a problem. Neither can I, if it's for not that instinctive thing. Yeah, if it's um, a tiefling thing, if like, my tiefling magic it, like doesn't work, that's a... Oh, is it just like it, it yeah. isn't there? You, you reach for it and you can't find it. Okay. Is anything else there? Any other magics? Uh, do you try and cast something? Well, I guess I do, because that ain't going to work. Um... Ooh, now I have to think. Look. I'm going to move quickly through this. Um, yeah, sorry, I now have no ideas, because okay. I had an action. Um, I guess I'm going to try and cast Polymorph on it. Okay, oh, you reach out your hands to summon your magic, and nothing comes. This strange staticky feeling floods the uh, the passage in front of you. Okay, uh, yeah, I got no magic. We you. should leave. <laughs> you have no magic. Okay. Uh, so I'm going scamp. to leave. <laughs> okay, scamp. Causing... I can move at least. You just start scrabbling down. Uh, can I ask for both of you to give me? Uh, How's Marjorie you... doing? Uh, Marjorie doesn't disintegrate. She just like okay. is, just clings to you. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, you find yourself unable to cast any spells. Um, Victory similarly tries to, uh, like, it's right next to me. I'm just going to lightning bolt. Fuck. Um, and yeah, I want, uh, acrobatics or athletics checks from both of you to try and scramble your way down. Okay. Which brings us to Celestia. Are you doing everybody's checks first? Uh, yes, we'll do their checks first and then... Dirty 20. 14. Okay, you begin scrambling, uh, hurrying your way down as fast as you can manage. Celestia, what do you want to do? How how am I feeling? Being this connected to the Rainbow Spirit, does anything feel weird? Uh, that's an excellent point. As you look to the Rainbow Spirit, the, the, the Rainbow Spirit is, like, looking strange and like faded and you feel like there's almost like an elect like a wall of static electricity between you and part of yourself like something is holding you apart 
Uh, that would that would hit. Yeah. I I think this is Northern Lights. Yeah. Kind of mm. like that's that's how. Yeah, I you're getting this. some real. Yeah. Physical panic, and so she says, something is really really wrong here, and then we we have to go right now. Okay. <laughs> Run, dash. Uh, yep. Give me acrobatics or athletics, please. Acrobatics, please. Oh God, kill me. Um, acrobatics is 14. Okay. Um, as you all begin to scramble downwards, uh, it doesn't take long before Victory actually loses her footing, um, and tumbles, catching Cassandra, catching, uh, uh, catching, uh, Scamp and Corzin. You begin to, uh, uh, to slip and slide down the wet limestone, um, but it's not a moment too soon as more bullets thunder into the ground beneath, uh, behind you. Um, the twist of the, uh, of the passage actually becomes a little shallower and brings you out of the immediate sight of the orb and all of you feel magic suddenly return to you. You pick mm. yourselves up, you scramble uh, heading forwards. Uh, with that uh, 20 causing you are able to stabilize everyone from fall from collapsing into like an absolute heap um, okay. and uh, and scramble f- and hurry forwards. Victory glances back, flicks her hand and a bolt of lightning strikes the uh, a bit of the rock, collapsing it, cl- uh, blocking up some of the passageway behind you as you hurtle forwards in the direction of, that the humming sound is bringing you. And you find, at the end of this natural passageway, a cave. A quiet cave of astonishing beauty. The inside of a natural, massive natural geo filled with enormous white crystals that crisscross the clip, the cave, floor to ceiling. At the far end of this chamber, you can see where a figure has been carved in stone and placed here, that of a bearded halfling, arms open and welcome. Countless bright jewels and polished precious stones have been placed all around him. And the reason you can see this is that in the centre, illuminating what would otherwise be a dark cave, is a blazing white orb, Mm. surrounded by a softly glowing white ring, and around that the ghostly image of a triangle. And you can tell that this is where the three parts of the song are leading. To recap. You have a small kind of like three-sided pyramid, uh, like you know, th- a three-sided base type pyramid mm-hmm. you of white stone. You have a disc of white stone with a triangular slot and what looks like 12 sort of dominoes uh, of white stone around them. You have a white stone sphere that is truncated at one end by a circular slot with a flat base. Does it look like they would fit in a particular order? Um, sure. Uh, it's, it's late. I'm going to say that. Yeah, you I can... can't picture that in my head. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can picture them separately. Is, is I can't. It's okay. Yeah, I can't. You do can it clearly see how 
some of these slot together. The triangular, uh, the little pyramid slots into the middle of the uh, s- little circle of uh, dominoes. The little circle s- slots onto the top of the s- truncated sphere. So now you've got what seems to be a white orb flat on one side with a little ring of domino-like stones and in the center of it a raised uh, like a little pyramid almost like a knife or a blade in, 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 in like a triangular blade that sticks up yep and in the center of the cave you can see there is the blazing white orb and a, and a white glowing ring around it um you can see that every that the orb is the only source of light here. It's casting shadows across every uh, from everything the light touches. Hmm. I mean, obviously, we need to take it over there. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're there. The I'm on, just let's uh, put rather the thing on the thing and see what happens. On what part you do you want to place the, the thing? The thing this is the. I, I apologize. This is yeah. I'm sorry. My brain is tired, and I st- I still okay. I don't think I can see any words things. you you could use that would mean I could see the I, things there is, in my head. There is no way of knowing what part this goes on. <laughs> um, Fair right. enough. Unless Sam, you're feeling like you know. I think I'd need okay. someone to draw it for me for me even to picture it at this point. Um, I can picture both things. I just don't see how they like how there's a specific way they go together unless there's a slot or something. Okay. Yeah, if the the sphere in the middle is just uh, like a perfect unbroken sphere, like it doesn't have any yep. like texture or indentations yep. or anything, it's just a glowing white orb. Well, so it's actually, if you look carefully, you can almost see like tiny flames uh, on the white orb, Ooh. or like okay. little little arcs that go up and down that around sounds it. Really it's pretty. like a burning ball of fire. Uh, is it solid? Um, That's a good question. You, no, you feel like you could probably put your hand through it. Uh, no, just put it doesn't it look in. like fire. Okay, trying to put the orb, the the white, like the stone orb, into the uh, orb in, into the into the blazing like tiny sphere. We have an sphere. orb and a pyramid, but there's no all together. Yeah, yeah, you've mm-hmm. you've got the orb and pyramid and all that set up. You try and put it in. It doesn't really do anything. It just on passes top. through it. Uh, placing it directly on the orb doesn't do much. But put it under. <laughs> I'm just. These are all. You, you want. Thought. You want to know where we put it? I'm going to put it everywhere until it's the right place. <laughs> you. Okay, I'll say that when you hold it near the orb, uh, near the blazing white, um, uh, the blazing white sphere, you can feel like a, a small tug, like as if if you were to let it go, it would just fall into it or fall in its direction. Mm. Um. I already put it in and you said it didn't go in. I don't understand. <laughs> Alright, it's very late. To cut a long, long story of an experimentation short, um, when you bring it near the white ring, you can feel it sort of wanting to move, uh, to move out of your hand. Uh, and when you release it, you can see that the... That's it. I will say that as you hold it up to the orb, uh, mm. all right. Let's do this different angle. When you hold up the little stone orb and look at it, you can see that the way that, that the light from this shining sphere 
is casting deep shadows across the orb. In particular, you can see how it's casting one long shadow from that knife-like pyramid in the centre of the twelve um, little domino-like things, so that the shadow touches one of the dominoes. Right, okay, I think I got oh, it. Oh, it's a sundial. This is a bit like, yeah, <laughs> it's another um, f- uh, form of keeping time, so it must be uh, like a sundial where the uh, the uh, shadow is cast from the uh, triangular bit. It's supposed to um, delineate the different like increments of time. So if that's an hour, like if there's 12 of them. As you rotate the orb round to like demonstrate what you mean, you feel the orb start to spin on its ooh, own. Ooh. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, and I'm confused why you're calling it an orb when it's not an orb. Like, Sorry. The thing in the middle is the orb. Is an orb. We have a thing with a pyramid on it. You're calling them both orbs. I'm sorry. And I just, I, uh, I really can't follow it. So could you please call them something different from each okay. other? Right. The sundial. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to avoid using the word sundial. Yeah, but you can't use right. orb for both things when one of them is not an orb shape. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go insane. <laughs> <sighs> This is one of those cases where theatre of the mind fails when we're all tired and I've, mm-hmm. and I've not necessarily described this in the best way. You've described it great. It's just, it, yeah. yeah. Just my brain is not processing yeah. words very well anymore. Okay. The, um, as you hold the, uh, uh, as you turn the, 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 what you can now see is essentially a sundial or maybe a circle of stones on a tiny on a tiny little world in place it begins to spin on its own uh lifting up towards the tiny glowing sun you see this sphere with the sundial begin to spin on an axis uh and then rotate around the central sunlight glowing orb as it does so, you see the sundial, the, the shadows move on the sundial, and the orb move around like a planet spinning through the stars, days passing um, at, as it turns, and then speeding up faster and faster. The song building, the tiny sundial flickering as the days go past, and coming into being and you see Cassandra steps forward from behind you and from the side of the cavern and from the other side of the cavern as three versions of her move towards the central point and you see two more um, ghostly triangles appear tessellating with the two that with the one that you've just fixed to kind of make almost like a single larger triangle with a, a gap in the middle and these and all three objects are now visible a clock with hands rotating the hourglass spinning in place so that the so the sand can flow outwards the orb fucking sundial orb rotating around <laughs> the sphere of light it's an orb. <laughs> I had a limited number of words. Okay. 
and Gross. the world and as these come together the world seems to collapse in on itself fragmenting and overlapping the different scenes and places you've seen alisant the strange park in space the mud brick city merging condensing and then becoming an open white void save for the triple triangle doorway but it does seem to be a solid door now and one cassandra she opens a pair of eyes eyes that glow with light I am together oh thank goodness for that for a short moment I can see and you will and I can show you the way on and I will have enough time to answer one question and that question will be answered next time because it's very late and we're very tired thank you all very much for playing thank you all very much for listening and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs fair seas and natural twenties We sail through seas of what might be the tree of possibilities. Though prophecies break on our bow, remember this, what's real is now. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.